My name is James Rowlands, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. In 2015, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White, reviewing the WWE Network and seeing if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every month, we watch the latest WWE pay-per-views, NXT, and now 205 Live. Still continuing our journey through the network, watching ECW, WCW, and all its classic content. Until we've watched it all, we are with you, and we are the WNR. Yes, hello. I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And it is part two today of our British special, episode 85. What do you think of part one, Dan? Part one was very entertaining. Um, the World of Sport update was good. I think it was slightly better than Championship Tournament, even though we did see a few good matches in that tournament. Yes, indeed. I, I completely agree with yeah, you. The World of Sport took me by surprise how good it was. We are going to watch the end of each tonight Today, we're going to watch the World of Sport Part 2 starting now, and then we're going to go on to the WWK Championship Tournament Part 2, January 15th, uh, on the WWE Network. So we're going to start right back in World of Sport. And we're starting with tag team action, Dan. And it is from Scotland. It is Mark and Joe Coffey. Now, not a lot is known about Mark, but Joe on the left-hand side. Uh, there is a lot about him because he's, uh, his debut is in 2009 and he is 28 years old. But he's been wrestling throughout the independent circuit and ICW and with Pro Wrestling Zero and even in Japan as well. And they team together as the Coffey uh, brothers. And in finishing moves, they've got the RR Beth for La Bells, which is a discus clothesline, sometimes for an uh, oncoming opponent known as the Black Coffee. So, you know, the mighty wrestler Iron Man he goes by, like we say, lots of uh, championship, heavyweight championships as well as tag team championships. And their opponents, Dan, we might recognise one of the guys in the uh, group. Ashton Smith and Rampage Brown. Ashton, he's... Five foot, 200 pound, Jamaican native. It's only PCW appearance to this date as part of the 30-man rumble match at Who Dares Wins. He was unsuccessful in winning the match, but his charismatic and as athletic display that night immediately won over the PCW fans. Yeah, you know, he's uh, he competed in the six-man match against Joey Hayes, Josh Bodum, who we've seen, yes. El Liguero, who we've seen, Noam Dar, who we've, who seen, we've seen, and he's in 205 Live now, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what about Rampage Browning? We, we've seen him before. I've been impressed with him. What do we know, Dan? Um, six foot one, 233 pound. He was trained by Drew McDonald. He made his debut in 98. Uh, born in 83, so he's, what, 33? Yeah, so he's... Uh, Get, little... Getting on a bit. Yep. Well, not that much. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah <mate. laughs> he briefly worked for WWE, and it's developmental territory, Florida Championship Wrestling, from 2010 to 2011, and TNA, uh, he was there in Spain. Yeah, and uh, British boot camp again getting it through, but you can see why WWE interested. He's got that size about him, and when we saw him live, he is a bit larger to life, isn't he? Maybe he's missed his chance now, but... 
At least he's getting it on, you know, he's, he's featuring on ITV. Yeah. Along with Ash and Smith, I don't think they're a real, you know, proper tag team, unlike the Coffee Brothers as they are, Mark and uh, Joe. And Mark's in there with Ash and Smith, and Smith just slaps down the face. So tag team action, and the winners of this go forward to the Battle Royal to determine the number one contender as well. But uh, the Coffee Brothers' uh, appearance, I mean, quite a cool little tag team look about them, isn't it? Uh, yeah, they've got a hint of the LOD with a face paint going on, but, you know, it is certainly unique. Yeah, and uh, oh, but there we go, Mark with the uh, strong drop kick and uh, double team move there on Ashton Smith. They're going to try and wear him down for the, the big man to get the hot tag down. Is this going to be a traditional tag team match, as we see? Yeah, what type of match are you going to see Ashton Smith get worked down? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a typical tag match, you know, working the smaller man down to get the generic hot tag. And then, you know, the hot taggy comes in and cleans up house. Yeah, I think <clears throat> yeah, it's that Ashley Smith at the moment. Like I say, the young Jamaican, well, not young Jamaican, but the Jamaican has had some success in the UK. It's nice, to have, it's nice to see all these guys have opportunity. Like I say, the amount of talent that we're going to see tonight, it's, it's good for British wrestling, isn't Most it? Most definitely. They, they, all of these guys definitely deserve the exposure they're getting. You see Rampage Brown with a close on the coffee and getting the tag in as well. And Big Back Suplex going to get the pin. No, kick out. Uh, uh, Rampage, Rampage Brown is in, and I have been impressed with I have seen him. Most definitely, yeah. He's got the size. <coughs> he can definitely work in the ring as well. Yeah, we've seen him with a huge clothesline there. I don't think the camera works as great on here as it is with the WWE. Do you know what I mean? Some of the shots that they're getting aren't. You can definitely tell it's a bit cheaper. Yeah, the, the right angle. Joe can't get in, and Mark's getting worked over. This match is a bit of a slow burner. Do you reckon we're going to see a couple of hot tags? I think we might. I think it's just, it feels like a traditional British tag team match, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, like, taking it quite easy. We just had a big ladder match and now we're slowing things down. Oh, we had the women's match. Slowing things down a little bit before we get to the uh, Battle Royal. With this match, is there more of a definitive face and heel side? I thought it was quite difficult. I thought the Coffee Brothers started off as heels with Ashton Smith working them down. But now Rampage's coming. You kind of feel sorry for the Coffee Brothers getting worked on as well. You know, Joe's yeah. in a bit of trouble. And Brown, I think, can work face and heel loads. You know, I think he's he's capable of that. But then I suppose so could the Coffee Brothers. But the fans getting behind the fans getting behind the brothers now. As Rampage tags in Smith, and now Smith's getting a bit of control. Well, they've been working on the Coffee Brothers now, especially on um, on Joe for on Mark oh, for a little while. But Mark rolls up Smith and gets a two count there. Maybe Ashton getting a little bit overconfident with himself. He was, yeah, and. Mark trying to get the tag into his brother, but getting pulled back into the corner. And now Rampage is back in, and he doesn't look happy. No, he doesn't. And look at that the attack to the midsection as well. Mark taking a beating. Uh, you know, it's we've seen quite a few of the performers. And again, you know, there's another one that we've seen. Yeah, it's good to see him get the exposure they deserve. Yeah, but it looks like now, Mark, every time it looks like Mark's going to make a little comeback, he gets cut off, doesn't he? It's good tag teaming by Rampage and Ashton. Most definitely, yeah. You know, they're certainly working well together as a team. And the crowd think they've been told to uh, cheer and boo the uh, right people tonight. <laughs> I'm not sure, you know. I think this one, they're like, yeah, well, make your own mind up and go with it. <laughs> and again, you know, I'm still not sure, but the crowd seeming seeming to respond to Mark getting a big clothesline there, taking out Ashton. Can yeah. he get a tag that he so desperately needs to his brother? Oh, great move. Ashton Smith tags Rampage. Rampage comes in. Oh, grabs hold of Mark's legs, but he manages to get the tag to his brother. And now Joe's in and he's running through Rampage. He's on fire, baby. Look at him. 
big head butts a big aggressive glassy kiss that is Dan I yeah, see you pal throws him in the corner follows up with a big splash oh roly poly away going for a second and a big uppercut this time <laughs> rampage in a lot of trouble now he certainly is big back elbow oh, oh. a nice double springboard cross body there Oh, Rampage managing to kick out. Oh. Uh, very good ath- athleticism from the big fella. It was indeed. Uh, I mean, <laughs> very impressive. And now he's got Rampage in trouble, maybe suplex. Oh, but Rampage managing to reverse it. But only momentarily. Joe managing to swing through. Catches him with a suplex. Very nice. Uh, getting the big man up and down. Now going for the pin. Oh, and that would have been it if Smith hadn't interfered. Now can he help his partner out? Or has he pissed off the wrong man? Oh, well, I think he might run out of the ring into trouble. <laughs> Mark's going to be there somewhere. Hey, Jules, like, see you, pal. Has he taken his eyes off the ball, though? Oh, Rampage with a double-A-like spine buster. Rolling up Joe. Oh. oh, but Mark in to save the day this time. Helping his brother out there. Oh, just or when you... returning the favour. Just when you thought that was over, now Rampage... Throwing Mark out of the ring, saying that's what you get for interfering. Tags in his partner. Are they going to try and finish it now? I see a double team move here. Rampage holding Joe. This couldn't go wrong, could it? <laughs> the arrogance there, the hills. Yeah, look at Ashton Smith just shouting at him. Runs in for the super kick, but Joe Coffey manages to dodge, uh, dodge out the way and he takes out his partner. <laughs> oh, now Smith's in trouble. Oh, he's caught between two coffees. He don't know he's what caught to do. between a jock and a hard place. <laughs> hey, that's good. Hey. Oh. Big forearm and a big lariat, right. the one you mentioned earlier. And that's going to get the job done. The air takes down Ashton Smith. Very impressive coffee brothers there. But I think the match warms as it went along, didn't it? Uh, yeah, you know. But again, like most tag team matches we've seen in the WWE, starts off with winner, picks up after a hot tag, then another hot tag. Bob's your uncle, you know. It was Classic tag match. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, very impressive. And these two men go through now. So we know it's Grado, Joe and Mark Coffey, Kenny Williams. And it's going to be another three men as well. El Ligero. Yes, El Ligero versus... I'm trying to find out who's fucking... Oh, Zach Gibson. Backstage, Samuels and Moss being interviewed. Mastiff saying that these two men have got to be in the Battle Royal later tonight as well. Is that fair? Well, what would they do? Face off against Dave Mastiff. Or they meant to be his friend. Maybe they'll lie down for him. Oh, no, they don't want to be involved. So their prime goal is going to be to take Grado out, I suppose. Well, yeah. I mean, if Grado's task wasn't tough enough, it's not happening. And up next, the winner of this goes through as well. And and two men, well, one man we, we, we know and love, Dan. Who is that man? Uh, El Ligero. Better known as Simon James Musk. <laughs> I mean, the El Ligero kind of like throws you off the pace with it. He's yeah. he's 32 years old uh, from Leeds, West Yorkshire. So, you know, he's definitely English. Five foot six, 601 pounds. He's billed from Los Santos, Mexico. Uh, Los Santos, yeah, Los Santos, Mexico. Yeah. British so- professional wrestler, known for his in-ring persona. Uh, no, <coughs> British professional wrestler. No, better known as his in-ring persona, Mexican luchador El Liguero. So he's a British luchador. Um, he's been in loads of different um, circuits. Independent pro wrestling, Noah, Southside wrestling, Preston City wrestling. 
Uh, in what culture pro wrestling and now world of sport wrestling? I mean, he's been through quite a lot. He's uh, he's done a bit of lucha wrestling. Yeah, he wrestled I mean, all over US, Italy, all over Europe, and the United States. Over a hundred different wrestling companies. Uh, well, to say as well, quickly before we go, I want to talk more about El Ligero as well. Just look at his, the reaction he gets. I mean, the fans all night have been good, but now El Ligero comes out and the fans really seem excited by that. The Rey Mysterio of World of Sport. It is indeed. And of course, this, this gimmick's very similar to El Generico as well in the US, which was Sami Zayn, who was uh, the Canadian who was pretended to be a masked wrestler. But like the match we've seen, El Ligero, sorry that I interrupted there, but yeah, what else is... It, what, who's he? What's the likes? Of, who's he wrestled, Dan? Um, he's wrestled the likes of Ultimo Dragon, Nanzio, Doug Basham, Jimmy Rave, Doug Williams, El Generico, the Leon Tracy Smothers, uh, Jay Lethal, Noam Dar, Kenny Williams, Party Marty Skrill. That's a girl's name. Yeah. Will Ospreay and many, many more. And and the thing, if you've been to a British wrestling show, you've probably seen Ola Guerrero if you've been for the past couple of years. Do you know what I mean? Because he has Most been around. Definitely, yeah. We saw him in Sittingbourne having the, the the match, the hardcore match, and he brought the uh, trolley into the ring, didn't they? Yeah. And the, <laughs> I can't Brilliant. remember. Was it against Josh Bowden, maybe? I can't uh, remember who he fought, but... It could have been, yeah. It, yeah, it was someone like that. Uh, but Zach Gibson coming out is a man very well known in Liverpool, uh, and Gibson won the first annual uh, Davy Boy Smith... Davy Boy Smith Memorial Cup, which Alex Shane actually wanted to get started, and Zach Gibson was was chosen to win that. Uh, like I say, from Liverpool, uh, six foot three, debut in two thousand six, trained again by Alex Shane, Andy Baker, exactly the same. But you know, what I mean, that kind of thing as we got uh, around the UK and in Europe as well. Is a guy who's very highly regarded as a very technical wrestler, you know, you know the, the way he works. As we see in the early going, World of Guerrero. And I think out of all the matches we're going to see tonight, this is going to be the most British. You know what we talk about yeah. last week, uh, in the last episode. This match is going to resemble a match that should be, or that could be in the British Championship. Yeah, and, 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 and shows the, not just the giant haystacks and the big daddy wrestling of yesteryear, but what it used to be like as well. And this is a good throwback. You can see the appreciation, can't yeah, you? Yeah, you know, they've just had a good little exchange of manoeuvres, you know, a classic WWE-style exchange, and the fans are absolutely loving it. And the little man managing to keep up with a big scouser. Yeah, but Zacky Boy goes as Liverpool's number one as well. So he'll be interested to see who goes through in this. I mean, if I was going to back anybody, people with El Ligero, just because I'm a little bit biased, you know. But it'll be an interesting matchup. Yeah, definitely. I'd like to see El Ligero win this. Fans firmly behind him. I think we definitely know who's facing Hill in this one. Big drop kick by El Ligero right on Gibson's head. That's going to leave a mark. British Lucha. He's starting to get the crowd a bit warmed up. Who just got caught with a huge hurricane runner by El Aguero off the second rope. And gives it just when it looks like he's in control, gets caught off guard. Like you say, the Luchador style. The high flying everything that you know you want to see in the ring. Zach gets his leg caught there by Aguero. Oh, lovely standing move. Oh. But a kick out. Ah. And you see the camera angle's all wrong. Then he went to the crowd during the, <laughs> during the actual count. So you didn't know what was going on. But still, could have been trying. over. Yeah, it could have been over, couldn't it? Yeah. Oh, El Ligero, low bridging, Gibson out the ring. Is he going to go flying? Oh, I think he will, right in front of the commentator's table. J.R. Akshane sitting there. Oh, it was a bluff. <laughs> Catching himself in the ring in the ring ropes. Running off the ring apron, though, and getting caught. Oh, my 
God, and Gibson throwing El Liguero into the announce table. By God, JR is fucking apoplectic there. Hardcore <laughs> move. Most definitely, and Gibson certainly playing up to the crowd. Well, maybe Liguero was mucking around a bit too much, you know, caught Gibson off guard early on with the tricks, you know, checking the ropes, but Gibson now is going to be serious about this. And Liguero's going to take a beating. Do you know Zach Gibson graduated from Liverpool John Moores University, Dan? Did he? Yes, with a degree in accounting and finance. Oh. Yeah. Well, before becoming a wrestler, he first worked as an accountant. But he began wrestling at the age of 16. Do you know what his finisher is? Well, to Skelter and Shankly Gates. And Gibson there trying to keep El Liguero up with a suplex, but Liguero reversing it. Oh, and a lovely armbar takedown there by Gibson, and he's starting to get a good bit of control over Liguero. Yeah, and he's using the mask and the advantage as well, isn't he? Grabbing hold of the horns, keeping the man down. Yeah, but only managing to keep him down for a two count. Two. But the fans seem to be enjoying themselves, don't they? Definitely. They're starting to warm up and chant El Liguero's name. Getting Liguero down there, but Liguero kicks out. Oh. It's going to take a lot more to beat this young man down. But like I say, Liguero been around... For so long, he's got the fans turned with Harley Gibson working on that arm that was injured on the announce table. Proper classic wrestling, like it is definitely a classic wrestling match. And now a big snapmare takedown and working on the uh, the neck and arm of the Gero. Who will win? Who will be the last man in the battle royal? Who's favourite to win the battle royal then? Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's going to be a biggie. There's a lot of favourites going into it, James, I'll tell you that. There is, there is. I mean, Grado, you'd think Grado, but then again, it's like, oh, maybe not. He's had a match. Well, these, these have all had matches earlier, but Grado's probably going to be the more fresher of the lot, apart from, well, unless it's Shah Samuels and Johnny Moss. <laughs> yeah. And Liguero making a comeback, throwing Gibson the outside. Oh, and Liguero goes sailing over the top with a lovely scent on and takes out, no, Zach Gibson. <laughs> and Gibson is down now Legero showing he can fly with the best of them certainly is flying exactly injury and all can he throw Gibson in try and get the pin and the fans are definitely behind El Legero. I mean I've seen a lot of signs for him and I can see why oh off the top now but Gibson rolls out the way but Legero catching the uppercut oh wheelbarrow but oh. manages it's like a reverse um <laughs> Styles clash. It is, and kick out. Oh. Can't keep Gibson down, but a very impressive move. What can Legero do now? Gabson, Gabson? Gibson showing his toughness. Liverpool's number one diamond is looking in a lot of trouble. Yeah, oh, he catches Legero. Oh, beautiful spin. Now, not come, not grabbing a leg. Oh. And Legero managing to kick out. Ah, oh. and maybe Gibson's mistake there wasn't grabbing that leg. But a lovely, it was like a jackhammer type suplex, wasn't it? Beautiful. Beautiful by Gibson. Showing what he's all about as well. People may not know old Zacky boy. He's shown that he can hang with the best of them. And Liguero is one of the best on the... Uh, uh, it would be a bit of a surprise if he wasn't featured on this show, really, isn't it? You know what I mean? Most definitely, yeah. He's definitely one of the best and notable British talents about, I think. Is there anybody else that you've seen that not featured here or even the UK tournament that you maybe would want to? Will Ospreay? <laughs> yeah. Marty no. Scurrell. I mean, he certainly had a brilliant like persona going on, and he, he was there every time we saw Rev Pro. Oh, but Liguero making a comeback now. Oh, and Liguero there with the big kicks. Oh, he's got Zach Gibson stunned. 
Oh. Wheelbarrow attempt again, but he gets thrown off. And now Gibson just going to work on that arm. Oh, but Leguero turned it round now to a pin. Can he get Gibson down? Oh, no. Kick out. Oh. And now Leguero building up the pace a little bit. Oh, a springboard tilt well DDT. Two. Three. Oh. And Leguero gets the pinfall. Absolutely love it. Yeah, especially that little kid. Did you see him? <laughs> oh, wow. And Leguero wins. Um, good move to end. What do you think of the match, Dan? That was a brilliant match. Yeah, a very impressive moves by El Liguera. I mean, he certainly had the high-flying element. Anything else about that match you want to say, Dan? Uh, no, it was a brilliant match. Very high-flying, very entertaining, and yeah, I was very happy with it. Excellent. Uh, I think, uh, very good. And of the matches we saw tonight, what's been your favourite? The El Liguero match. Yeah, well, we're going to get into it now. And who's in the Battle Royal as it kicks off to the number one contendership, Dan? We have Kenny Williams, Shah Samuels, Johnny Moss, El Liguero, Grado, Mark and Joe, Coffey. Yeah, and I think uh, the Coffees might work together. And I think Samuels and Moss might work together. Might be unfair a bit on uh, Williams and... Oh! Oh, Williams was nearly eliminated straight off the bat. Managed to save himself. Yeah. Big Johnny Moss there's got all the Williams and just thrown him down as well. Come on, Grado's getting worked over by the Coffee Brothers. And there's Shah Samuels and El Liguero in the other corner going at it. Uh, tell me more about Shah Samuels then, if anybody doesn't know about him, Dan. Um, he was born 26th of February, 85, so he's 32. Uh, his finishing move is the Spine Buster or Pile Driver. Um, his nickname's the East End Butcher. He's won the Forefront Wrestling, the Forefront Wrestling Heavyweight Championship, the Preston... City Wrestling Championship, British Heavyweight Championship, the RPW, the Revolution Pro. Yeah, it's been yeah. RPW, yeah. Uh, the RPW Undisputed Tag Team Championship a couple of times. Yeah, James, what about Johnny Moss? Well, Johnny Moss in there as well. See Samuel Sean and Blake Laguerre hanging on. Effort 11, 237 pounds, uh, 36. He's a bit of a um, veteran, shall we say, debut in 1998 as well. He's, he's worked primarily in England, uh, in numerous independent promotions, including Preston City Wrestling, Insane Championship Wrestling, uh, PBW, IPW, and uh, Pro Wrestling Elite as well. He's trained by Andre Baker, a guy we've seen a lot on this, with Alex Shane as well, people that trained him, and uh, made his first debut the following year for the National Wrestling Alliance. And his technical knowledge combined with his physical condition and strength, he's been one of the most technical wrestling, uh, most technical competitors in English professional wrestling but we also look at him and we see the power as well as it looks like Kenny Williams could be in trouble here oh he's been lifted up by Johnny Moss he's going to get thrown out oh, oh and he does launches him out the ring my god and we see Shah Samuels and Johnny Moss working on the girl in the corner um, back to Shah Samuels he's 6 foot 1 inches and 236 pounds and he's from London so he's a very local lad yeah former as you know former champion that's why we uh, take the mickey out of him he's got the uh, the old suspenders hasn't he he has indeed. And they double team up Moss and Samuels to get rid of Laguerro thrown over the top. Look very happy with themselves, doesn't he? What's his nick what's the Samuels nickname? Former. The Vigilante. My one is working together. It's a bit weird, isn't it? A former vigilante. Oh, and are they gonna eliminate one of the coffee brothers? That looks like uh Mark's over there in trouble. 
And Joe's on the top rope as well. And Grado's getting his breath back a little bit now, hasn't he? Gone unnoticed in this match. Well, he was getting worked over by the Coffee Brothers for a little while. And it's starting to take its toll on him. Well, it's, and he had a match earlier. Well, these all had matches earlier. Well, <laughs> Grado in the corner slowly recovering. So there were this. If, unless it's Samuels and Moss, they'd have to have wrestled three matches tonight. Yep, they will go on to face Dave Mastiff. And uh, Charles Samuels and Johnny Moss trying to help their friend out, I suppose. Trying to get rid of the Coffee Brothers. The Coffee Brothers starting to get back get uh, get back to Moss and uh, Samuels. Go on, John and Joe. Mark and Joe. John Coffee. Well, well, Mark they, Coffee and Joe oh, Coffee. Oh, nearly hit each other then, but every man for himself. But they work together now. Oh, well, they got distracted. Oh, and they've both been simulta- simultaneously tossed out by Moss and Samuels and there's only one man left well Grado is in serious trouble now Samuels and Johnny Moss there but wait a minute we hear we hear the traditional oh my god British wrestling theme and the British Bulldog is here not that not obviously the real British Bulldog he died but I mean if they <laughs> The British Bulldog. Baby Boy Smith Jr. Yeah, David Hart Smith, whatever you want to know him. <coughs> he is in. Oh, my God, where has he been since the last time we saw him, Dan? Where has he been? He's uh, he's working for New Japan Pro Wrestling at the moment as David Boy Smith Jr. And he teams with Lance, Lance Archer as the Killer Elite Squad as well. And they two are the former IWGP, GHC, and NWA World Tag Team Champions. So he's accomplished a lot. Obviously, he's the son of the British Bulldog. David Boy Smith, the grandson of Stu Hart, nephew of Bret Hart as well. And he was trained by Bruce Hart and David Boy Smith, his dad, and Chris Benoit. And he, he made his debut in 1994. Considering he was born in 1986, he must have been very young when he made his debut. Yeah, him and Tyson Kidd both started very, very young in the... Uh, I'll make that eight years old. Eight years old he was <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, he's been with us for such a long time as well. Of course, we know him as well, too. Not Tyson Kidd as the Hart, uh, the Hart family. Not what was it? The Hart Foundation. And they were former tag team champions. And he recently got the uh, acquisition to the uh, British Bulldog name. He's come on here. He's coming here now. And he's just taken Samuels and Moss out, hasn't he, Dan? Definitely, yeah. I mean, you know, he's, he's going to town on these two baddies. Yeah, and they've been dominating the match, but not anymore. David Hart-Smith with a big suplex now. But now Johnny Moss looks like he's trying to suplex David Hart-Smith. Is that a good idea to try and do that to the Bulldog? Certainly not, no. He is a human suplexing machine on that duplex. He's got Mossy up there for a long time. Finally drops. Now, vintage British Bulldog as well. You can see with his trunks, half British flag, half Canadian, can't you? So a little bit different, but looking in good shape, isn't he, David Hart-Smith? He is definitely in very good shape. Double underhook, suplex, lovely. I think we have a new favourite now in this match. We're going to see the running power slam. And Grado, he's just been sitting there taking it easy for the past five minutes. Well, Dave Boy Smith. What? He's going for a pinfall and it's not a pinfall match, Davey Hartsmith Jr. <laughs> well, maybe the British Bulldog David Hartsmith Jr. <laughs> should make that mistake. And he throws Johnny Moss over the top. Oh, no, but he saves himself. Follows up with a big forearm, but Moss... He's not going that easily. Oh, gets caught in the gut, though. British Bulldog, David Hart-Smith Jr. <laughs> uh, Bulldog's in trouble now. He's going to be suplexed across. Oh, Charles Samuels there to help his 
oh. friend and eliminates Davy Hart-Smith Jr. What's going on? British, Son of the British Bulldog. British Bulldog, David Hart-Smith Jr. <laughs> Just got thrown over the top and eliminated in probably the biggest surprise of the night, Dan. Most definitely, yes. And all that's left now is for Shah Samuels and Johnny Moss. Well, all they got to do, yes, throw Grado over the top. It will be all said and done. But David Hart, how much do you think British Bulldog got paid for that? <laughs> Fuck me, Rose. I hope he's getting paid by the minute. <laughs> well, there we go. At least we saw someone that we recognise, you know what I mean? All the, the the fans might, British Bulldog. Oh, and Grado pumping his fist up and unloading with big right hands on the two men. <laughs> God, Grado. Oh, Grado's going to give a thing he's got. Oh. oh. Johnny Moss slows him down. And Shah Samuel's in there with a vicious boot. Well, both of these men are extremely dangerous, aren't they? You can see. And they're saying, you're going to throw him over? He's like, nah, punish him. Oh, big Irish rip from the two and double clothesline taking Grado down. I mean, he's certainly in trouble. And the fans are not liking what they're saying. Well, they're just playing with him at the moment, aren't they? They're going to dump him out. Another Irish whip. Another big double clothesline. Oh, Grado ducks it. Bang, takes out both men. It's yourself. Hi. Well, Big Daddy Dusty Rose rolls into one. Grado. RKO. <laughs> Grado Carter and Samuel's over the top. Oh, but Moss taking out Grado, our partner. Well, I think that's it. Maybe just a one shock. Grado's done well. A fair play to him. I mean, like I say, he's had a tough night. Oh, low bridges Moss and Grado wins. Oh, <laughs> It's yourself! Grado! 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 Has won the chance to be... Hey, Poppet! <laughs> to be number one contender. Grado's got the chance. Oh, Shah Samuels though from behind. Oh, come going on. Going low and taking out Grado's leg. Come on, man. Look, he beat you fair and square. Come on. Well, when you go low, when they go low, you go high. But at the moment, he's got no choice. It's disgusting. Come Saw on, man. Will someone come out and save Grado? Sore losers. Wait a minute. Oh, and to answer my prayers, Davy Boy Hartsmith Jr., son of the British Bulldog, is out. Unbelievable. Former tag team champion, David Hartsmith, British Bulldog. Former of partner da- of Tyson Kidd, who Samuel. was partner of Cesaro, who is a current WWE wrestler. Exactly. And British Bulldog now working on Samuels and Moss, of course, British Bulldog. Dan Smith, his wife, Brett Hartsmith's uncle, and Stu Hart. Oh, dad. eliminates him from the... Well, it would have been a while. right, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. oh my and God. Samuels out through the ropes. Well, <laughs> turns over. on Grado. No, he doesn't. Stunner, stunner. Moss Come went. on, we need a medic. Easy medic. Time. Easy time. <laughs> Moss through the middle ropes. and uh, Moss went over the top rope. And like you said, Samuels dumped. And he needs medical attention, I think. But like you say, British Bulldog checking on Grado. Doctors coming in. I mean, what chance has he got of... Uh, Winning the championship tonight. I mean, his leg is bad. The power He's already been through two matches. One hellacious battle royal where he fought life and limb to win the match. And now he's got to go on to face the man who beat him earlier, Dave Mastiff. Well, my God. But Grado, man, you said uh, you could take seriously, has won the battle royal today and should be very proud of himself. I think he's going to... He's proved a lot of doubters wrong tonight, but I think now Mastiff coming out with Samuels and Moss, I don't think Grado stands a chance. Well, 
especially with these two gentlemen by his side. Can they gentlemen really, after what they've done, they make me sick, Dan? They are monsters, James. <laughs> I know it, and you know it. We know it. But what's your what's your thoughts been on the uh, the World of Sports special, Dan? Very, very entertaining, and yeah, I think it's perfect for the audience. You know, for the age, very for the variation of age watching it. You know, because there's going to be a lot of people. You know, switching over New Year's Eve. Yeah, is that New Year's Eve, 5 p.m.? You know, lots of kids watching as well. New fans can get involved. But how does it compare up against the uh, UK tournament night one that we saw? Oh, all over it. Pisses all over it. You reckon? Yeah. Um, but again, for the type of fan, you know, that it's catered for. Yeah. Because no. this is on terrestrial TV. It's got a very, you know, from ages 6 to 106, whereas the network's going to range for people that like it yeah, and love exactly, it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, even though there was only one match that I think let the whole show down, it was a brilliant show for the UK Championship. Yeah, yeah it was the fact that this was just a little bit better, you know, and we see um, Master come out with the goons and Samuels and Moss being sent away by the referee. And Mastiff saying that he'll defend his title right here. Bring Grado up, but they'll say Grado's banged up. What do you think of Dave Massey's promo skills? You see him on the mic now? <coughs> Terrible. Yeah, oh, best him. Unless he's trying, do you know <laughs> what I mean? But it just doesn't. He's trying, but it doesn't work, does it? That's but again, it. you know, he has got to cater for such a varied age group. I suppose. And I suppose you can't say hate either, really. Do you know what I mean? Because like, I hate you. Be like, I strongly dislike you, sir. You have a like stinky it. bottom <laughs> and you fart too loud. <laughs> Oh, and uh, Grado's music hits. He's coming at it, but the doctor's not letting him go. trying to restrain him. He said, no, let me go. I don't give a fuck, man. I Scottish kiss you. Can see you, Jimmy. I'm going to fucking cheer out the fucking ass. See you, that. See you, you dead little slap. Well, the paramedics can't hold Grado back, and with his back turned. Oh. oh, fucking hell, Dave Mastiff. He's in enough trouble as it is, man. He was just trying to make an honest match with you, and you're just a... Brutal man. Well, that is bad. That is really, really bad. If a leg wasn't injured before, it is now. A Mastiff, look how pleased he looks with himself. Like a bull Mastiff, isn't he, you know? The size and... Oh! oh! That's what Grado said when he fucking got hit with it. Oh, no! And a huge slam on the stage by Mastiff on Grado. And Grado just... Uh, referee now. You can't let this go on. He's bullying Grado. The man can barely walk. He must have broken his back. I mean, fucking hell, Dave Mastiff. You're just a bully. No, it was Grado's dream to be World of Sport champion, even though he wasn't born when uh, World of Sport was on TV. But still, as JR said, God damn it means something to him. Ring the bell. There oh. Bell was rung, but Mastiff now just attacking Grado. It's definitely a... True underdog story, isn't it? Yeah. Grado is fighting against all odds, like Phil Collins, you know? As and see, it's what I gotta see. As you see Max Beasley in the interviewer looking intently on as Mastiff again attacking that leg. Oh, and Grado just rolling outside. He must be in some sort of pain. He must be in a world of pain. Oh, oh. Dave Mastiff off the steps and just body splashing his leg. <laughs> I mean... That's just brutal. The man is hardcore. He just don't give a flying fuck. Well, using his weight advantage <laughs> over Grado and just destroying him, and he's just playing with him now. But the 
fans won't give up chanting for Grado. Will Mastiff be a bit overconfident in this one? We've seen it before. Why don't you just quit Mastiff shouts at Grado? And a slap. And of course, this is the first time Grado's been mentioned on the podcast. First time mo- all of these guys have been mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And Mastiff kicked to Grado. But Grado, I mean, he's got such a big heart, hasn't he, Dan? Do you know what I mean? He's got a huge heart. But Mastiff just say to Grado, no, your time is up. Here we go. Big slam. Oh, no. Throws him up into the corner. He's going to give him even more punishment. Oh, Hanging no. him up in the tree of woe. Oh, no. Not a cannonball. Oh, he's just working on that leg. Got referee count. That's not allowed. Come on. That must be the full five count. And as the referee's concerned with Grado, look at Mastiff. Exposing the turnbuckle. Giving it a kiss for luck. Well, that is disgusting. I can't believe this. He'd have to... Mastiff has to stoop. We'll get his friends to help him tonight. Be able to cheat and let the referee know. Oh, the referee's doing the right thing. Putting a turn back in its rightful place. He is, but Mastiff wants Grado up now. Come on, get up, big man. Wonder what Mastiff's got planned. I don't think Grado has had an offensive shot in this match. Oh! That might change Grado's... (laughs) Straight into the corner. Uh, Dave Mastiff missing Grado and hitting the corner. He did. And now Grado cut her. Oh. First offensive move of the night. One, two, three. <laughs> and Grado is world of sport champion and the fans go crazy. It's yourself. Grado does it against all odds. The Grado cutter out of nowhere. You see? Wasn't that fun? (laughs) True underdog story. I think Grado's hit about six moves (laughs) in three matches all night. And that's it. Well, it's been all about Grado here tonight. And the fans love it. Uh, We enjoyed it as well, Dan. What did you think of that match? Again, certainly entertaining. Certainly telling the exact story it has to for these fans. (laughs) As the fireworks go off as well. I mean, what have you thought when we talked about the night? What have you thought of the night overall, the world of sport? Uh, yeah, I've I've been very impressed. And if that's the pilot and they don't get another show in after that, there must be something wrong with the people. Yeah, no, that's unfair. I think everybody, every talent, any talent stand out for you tonight in the whole show? I think a lot of them. Uh, El Ligero, definitely. Dave Mastiff certainly set himself out as a villainous heel, as did Shah Samuels and Johnny Moss. Um, the women's match, Viper, and I'd definitely like to see a lot more of them, especially yeah, Alexis Rose. Yeah, no, uh, really, really good. And the commentating was all right. I mean, you know, acceptable, isn't it? You know, even though it was Alex Shane, he did an all right job. And I really enjoyed it. And I think, uh, like you said, I think it's better than the first night of the WWUK tournament. But what about the second night of the UK tournament, Dan, eh? Well, let's get started with that right now. Every empire has a beginning. Are you ready? So we are live. It is the 15th of January 2017. And we are live on the WWE Network watching night two of the WWE UK Championship Tournament. And Dan, what have you thought of it so far? Um, yeah, uh, it's there's been some great matches. I mean... Uh, 
Tyler Bate versus Tucker. Devlin against Birch, which ended in controversial... Controversial. Yeah. Circumstances. <coughs> Trent Seven trouncing HC Dyer. I mean, he took a lot of punishment, beat him. Yeah, Trent Seven's your pick, isn't he? He is indeed. Wolfgang beat Tyson Bone. My man. My man. My man. Uh, Mark Andrews beat my namesake, Dan Maloney. And Joseph Connors beat your namesake, James Drake. Um, not a lot to say about them two matches. I mean, it was quite a trouncing. Uh, then you had Pete Dunn, our pick, beat Roy Johnson. And then Saxton Huxley got beat by Sam Gradwell. Yeah, and we saw last night as well Pete Dunn attacking Sam Gradwell afterwards and saying he wants to win the tournament. We saw a promo that all recapping what happened last night and the Dunn attack and Regal saying, you're trying to screw this up after six months. And we see tonight the match we've got tonight. On the left-hand side, we've got... Well, on the right-hand side, we've got Mark Andrews versus Joseph Connors and Pete Dunn versus Sam Gradwell on the left-hand side, Dan. Uh, we have Tyler Bate against Jordan Devlin and Trent Seven against Wolfgang, which is going to be the battle of the egos. It is going to be the battle, and there's points on the line. To, there's points on the line tonight. We get point for whoever goes furthest in each of the men. So whoever wins out of Trent Seven and Wolfgang tonight will get a point. And then Pete Dunn, see if he can make it for us. And, well, it's point of peace for that one as well, isn't it, if he gets into the final. So Yeah. It'll all be good. There's points on the line. We're going to start off, I think, strong tonight. And it is uh, Sam Gradwell versus Pete Dunn. So I ha- Sam Gradwell, like we say, beat with a beautiful flight of diving headbutt. Sam Gradwell beat Saxton Huxley. Uh, Huxley. Yeah, and I would say with the match, I mean, was it anything special, was it? A little... Um, the diamond headbutt finish was all right, but they're building a bit more story behind this, aren't they, with Pete Dunn? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, our pick has certainly put himself out there as a heel. I mean, you know, attacking Sam Gradwell, his opponent, before the match even starts is, you know, very good heelish tactics. Um, again, it's a first off of things, so, you know, they've got to establish some kind of storylines. And... Yeah, you know, he's just playing a great hill. Yeah, and we'd do the, the Taylor tape if you uh, do do Pete Dunn. <laughs> Pete Dunn is £205. He's from Birmingham, England. He is a technical slash brawler wrestler, and his signature move is the bitter end. Yeah, Sam Gradwell, £212, so out- outweighing Pete Dunn. And from Blackpool, England, this is his hometown. And he's a technical striker, and of course, he's finished his dive ahead, but we see him hit it successfully last night. Can he hit? Uh, and also, are we looking for something special tonight? Something a bit stand out, Dan? Do you know what I mean? Are we looking for. We want them to try and go all out, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, now it's the more veteran, you know, the stronger performer, shall we say. You know, we should be expecting a high quality match. They've got a little bit more time to tell a better story as well. I think this is 20 minute time limit. Yeah, the first round 15, this is 20, and then 25, 25 minutes, five. semis, and then. No time limit for the final. It's called these men are going to have Wonderful. to wrestle. These men are going to have to wrestle three matches here tonight. It's going to be a bit like Grado. <laughs> Can they be like Grado? Who will be the first ever WWE UK champion here tonight? We see Pete Dunn coming out here, definitely the hill in this one. But impressed you in his first match? Yeah, you know he's he looks a bit like Jack Swagger. But you know, no, interesting to see what <coughs> these wrestlers can pull out of the hat. Yeah, I mean, he's going towards the championship as well. We see it on its table. That's what he wants to be lifting at the end of the list. The bruiser weight from Birmingham. And like I say, very impressive his first match. See what he could do tonight. But maybe he uh, stirred the hornet's nest as it was by attacking Gladwell. Maybe that gave him something that he wants to fight tonight. 
Indeed, but maybe Pete Dunne wants a fight out of Sam Gradwell. Sam Gradwell there with a lot of anger in his eyes. Yeah, he doesn't look very happy. We've seen a strapping on his back as well where he was tapped last night. Do you think they're going to shake hands before the match? <laughs> doesn't look like Sam wants to, does he? He's just checking to see if he's got any foreign objects, you know, brass nuts, all that lot. You know what British wrestlers are like. But this all might be mind games for Pete Dunne. This may be what he wants. Well, we'll soon find out. Oh, Pete Dunne offers a hand. You think he's going to accept it? Gradwell was right not to accept, but he's ex- Pete does accept as any early going now. He is, yes, and the bruiser away. He's starting to feel a bit of Sam Gradwell's wrath. He's going to be bruised, and Gradwell taking him down. Now, pummeling, pummeling is personal now, Dan. It is indeed. <laughs> it, is, it is personal. God Pete damn. Dunn, Pete Dunn made it personal. Pete Dunn attacked Sam Gradwell. This was just going to be a normal rest of the match. Now it's turned into a fight. And a big right hand from Gradwell. But Pete Dunn trying to shake it off and delivering a big clothesline. Oh, oh but Sam responded inclined. And uh, Pete Dunn rolling to the outside to try and get catch his breath. Oh, fucking hell. There goes Blackpool's albino right through the middle ropes for the suicide dive there. He does, yes. And the Chris, Pri- Chris Benoit-esque wrestling style of Gradwell. Yes. And taking out Dunn and saying, this is what you wanted. Is this what you want to fight, is it? And he's taking out Pete Dunn. <laughs> right back in. Well, this is certainly delivering a lot more excitement than the other matches. Yeah. I mean, you know, that from this tournament that we've seen. Oh, but look at Pete Dunn there. Proper heelish, grabbing of the eyes. And like I said, though, yeah, it's a lot more uh, intensity in it, isn't it? You know, a lot of story behind it. I think that helps. Indeed, yes. Is Pete, gonna, Pete Dunn going to suplex Gradwell on the outside? Oh, no. Gradwell's in a double underhook suplex for Pete Dunn. And the crowd are absolutely loving this. Yeah. Ten, ten chance. Ty Dillinger is getting over here in the UK. And they'll be fighting on the outside now. Gradwell's got to get Dunn in to finish him, don't forget. If both men were to get counted out, I suppose the next guy would get a bye. Oh, Gradwell on the top now. What's he going to do? Oh, Big double drop kick to the face of Pete Dunn. I mean, our man's in trouble here. He is. I mean, we we need to get through to get the points. But Gradwell might have injured his back there. Maybe not the best move for him. Oh, Pete Dunn responding with a big kick, though. Come on, son. Come on, that's what you like to see. I want to see you fight back like Tottenham did against Man City. Next week. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Beautiful release German suplex there. He turns him inside out with a inverted suplex. I didn't see them. <laughs> We're going to see a replay of it now. Look at Pete Dunn with a release German suplex, but kind of spurred Gradwell on, didn't it? Then he reversed it into a, well, like a Mishinoku driver. It was a Mishinoku driver. Oh, but, but only a two count there. Two, and Gradwell back to the top now as well. Pete Dunn wisely rolling outside, but I don't think that's going to stop Grabwell. Oh! Big crossbody off the top, taking out Pete Dunn. Well, fair play to Sam Gradwell. Do you know what I mean? We saw a little bit yesterday, but tonight he's go- going all out. Well, he's fighting for vengeance. He is, and that is the most important thing. Of course, I'm not saying it could be his last match in a tournament, so he needs to look calm. Well, it is sudden death. One loss, and you're out. Oh, Pete Dunn, there's saying please don't hurt me and now got oh fucking oh, hell fuck me 
perches him up on the top rope and just pushes him over, sending him tumbling backwards and onto his knees. And Gradwell looks in a lot of pain, especially on that lower back that was injured yesterday. I think he hit the apron on the way down as well, didn't he? Yeah, it looks like it. Right on that lower back, as you say. And now referee counting and Pete Dunn's getting his breath back. Certainly a heel. Ten. Managing to roll in just in time, but rolling into the feet of Pete Dunn. Picks him up and slams him over the corner. Oh, my God. Is that going to be it now? Yes, it oh, is. Oh, Pete Dunn through well, to the semi-finals. Dunn and dusted first man through is Dunny Boy. And after that slam to the turnbuckle, Dunn, very impressive this one, wasn't he? Both he of them was, were. yeah. Yeah, Pete Dunn, certainly impressive. Played a brilliant heel, a proper pantomime heel as well. Um, and yeah, you know, it's bringing a bit of character to the tournament, so I'm all for it. Yeah, I think Gradwell was quite impressive in that one, couple of high-flying moves. I think what got him was off the top rope when he got pushed over, and then after that, you know, like we say, the Bruce weight puts him away. First man through in a very strong favourite, and you can see why he's both our favourites, both our pick four. Pete Dunn is through. Oh, and he's not finished. So Pete Dunn faces the winner of Mark Andrews versus Joseph Connors, which will be a very... Interesting matchup. Pete Dunn's a flatliner. Flatliner, he hit there on Sam Gradwell and uh, exclamation point. Being interviewed now, what's he got to say? Wow, yeah. Pete Dunn's made a name for himself. Like I say, two down, two to go. Next man up will either be Mark Andrews or Joseph Connors. And he is the early favourite, I feel, for this United Kingdom WWE Championship and up next it is Mark Andrews versus Joseph Connors Dan oh this is going to be a very intense matchup it is I mean Mark Andrews of course the guy who was recently in TNA as you said fantastic in ring we see him with the shooting star press and everything like this as well and of course Joseph Connors the man you backed um, last night we see Mark, Mark Andrews beat Mark Andrews beat Dan Maloney Oh, Dan Maloney, that was quite a good match, wasn't it? Yeah, and, you know, he absolutely trounced Dan Maloney, I think, and James Drake got beaten by Joseph Connors. But I like to look at James Drake, and uh, you backed Joseph Connors in this one, and you were right to, as you see him hit his finisher, which was not listed. The two wrestlers that weren't with these two men were finishers. And, you know, he's he's the most handsome wrestler in this tournament. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot (laughs) Mr. Handsome. Turn the tape, Dan. Uh, who are we uh, going for? I'll go Mark. And Joseph, he's uh, 197 pounds. 196 pounds, sorry, I was lying to you. And Joseph Connors, he's 196 pounds. He's from Nottingham, <laughs> England. He is a hard-hitting wrestler. And his signature move is the don't look down. Wow, don't look down. So Mark Andrews, 159 pounds from Cardiff in Wales. And he's a high flyer. And his signature move... Of course, we saw it beautifully yesterday, the shooting star press. And I don't like Joseph Connors. No, he's got the fans behind him, Mark Andrews. And like we say, probably the most well-known name for North American fans because of his TNA connections. And I, I think he will go far in this. But who are you backing in this match, Joseph Connors? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me something special about old Joseph Connors down. Um, he's going to win the match. Tell me something special about this cunt, then. Like I say, former TNA guy, wrestled on British Boot Camp 2, and, and mate, got a chance to have a contract, was been there for two years. Of course, across the British wrestling scene, just decided to um, 
leave TNA and see, have an opportunity here. And then WWE came calling. As you see, Joseph Connor's coming out looking at the uh, title belt. Look at his shine. But I think he's going to be in trouble tonight. Joseph Connors, he's a handsome fella. He wrestled loads of people, hasn't he? He has. He's wrestled all them different wrestlers. <laughs> people like MVP, Mr. Kennedy, um, Jim Duggan. Yeah. It was Jim Duggan. He is the man to wrestle when you wrestle someone. Yes, he is. And an early roll-up attempt there by Andrews. And, yeah, Connors managing to get out of it. Oh, look at those. Arm drag takedown. Nice oh, deep one. Goes for the third, but blocked there by Connors. Go on, son. And uh, what is Joseph Connors' nickname? I can't see it on the back of his trunks. Uh, leaders. He is a leader, not a follower. Ah, that's very important to know that, actually. That is a leader, not a follower. He leads, not follows. Yeah. Sunset flip takedown, but a lovely flip, flip through there by Andrews and kicking Connors to the face, going for a, a pin, but only a two count. Two. And Mark Andrews, would you say Evan Bourne-esque would be fair assumption? Yeah, definitely. You know, he's got time to fly written on the back of his trunk, so I'm sure he loves the high rope manoeuvres. Oh, and he just hit like a 619 there as well. Straight to the midsection of Connors and flipping over like a helo back into the ring. And sidesteps on charging Joseph Connors and dumps him outside the ring. Oh, and are we going to see now, Andrews? Springs over the top, goes for a somersault, but Connors moves out of the way and lands on his feet. Very impressive. But gets thwarted with a big right hand. Oh, and Mark Andrews trying to Irish whip Connors into the uh, ring steps and stops it. And then Andrews comes in and throws him straight into him. Oh, a lovely truck toe hold there. Yeah, right. Head first into that. And Andrews had the momentum on his side. Now Connors has turned it. And I think if Connors beats Andrews, it will be an upset tonight. What do you think, Dan? Most certainly, yes. Um, yes, the well-known <laughs> superstar of Andrews has got the best odds going into this match. I mean, you know, he's the more well-known name, so he's going to give it a bit more promotion, I suppose. Yeah, and uh, we see now the fans get into it as Joseph Connors taking over can Andrews fight out we know he's tough he is very tough he's beaten some big names himself <laughs> oh and a vicious throwing against the ropes from uh, Connors to Andrews and a pin attempt but only a two again two Connors can't keep Andrews down and look at that just like junkyard dog isn't it <laughs> <laughs> just headbutting is, is he getting a bit frustrated no, Andrews, don't go down easy. Maybe Connor's overestimated the, the young man. Quite a small guy, isn't he? Like we say with Andrews. He is indeed, but it doesn't matter how big you are if you're coming off that top rope at some speed. Exactly. It's not the dog and the size of the fight. It's the size of the fight and the dog and the fight. Exactly. exactly. It's not the size of the dog and the fight. It's the size of the fight and the dog. Yes, and Joseph Connors has been all over this, like, for quite a while now. He has, and he's, he's been all up, yeah. Starting to wear the smaller man down. And another throw into the ropes. But Andrews reverses. Oh, goes for the backdrop, but Andrews, he manages to land it and delivers a big kick to the side of the charging Connor's head, but wisely rolls to the outside. Well, yeah, Connor's getting some separation, but you know, Andrews can flip back of his head and getting caught now by Connor's. And again, some outside action. We do like a bit of outside action. <laughs> and placing Andrew's head on the ring steps. That's how it all started for Andrew's, didn't it? 
That is where his downfall began. Oh, goes for the big kick, but Andrews moves out of the way and Connors gets nothing. This might be Andrews' chance to get back into it now. Oh, and Andrews walking along the barricade now. Oh! And, and a, just, sorry, Yeah, and a lovely flip off the top, taking out Connors. Andrews is starting to take the control back for this match. They say it's going to be Eva Man's last match, so they've got to put it all on the line. Lovely bit of trickery there. Yeah, and he certainly is putting it all on the line. Can he throw him in, get advantage now? Can he go up the top and hit the shooting star press on his opponent? That'll finish it off for him, certainly. Oh, he's going to go for the springboard. Oh, a big crossbody off the top rope. Uh, can't keep Connors down. I can already see Pete Dunn headlining the pay-per-use. Get the man a contract. Bruiserweight. Oh, Andrews there, Northern Knight suplex. Andrews rolls through. Standing shooting star, but knees to the midsection. Oh! And only a two there for Connors. Two. And I thought Andrews was done then. He got caught up real good. Showed up at the last second. And Connors saying, nah, nah, nah. And you talk about frustration. Maybe now, where Andrews still in it, Joseph can't put him away. It's going to be time to hit the flatliner. But Andrews still got some fight left in him. Shoved against the ropes by Connors. Oh, but Andrews sidesteps, send him to the outside. Lands on the apron and a whiplash there to Andrews. Well, he already injured the head and neck and that's got hurt ten times over now. Nip up and hitting. And that is a face first splash and Andrews oh. could be out. Oh, Shoulder up at two. Two. But impressive there by Connors again, even though he shouldn't be at this stage because he should have lost to James Drake. What can he do to put Andrews away down? He's rocking the bigger man. Oh, but now runs into a foot. But an insiguri there to the side of Connor's head. Oh, he's got oh what's he going for now? Oh. Hurricane Runner off the top. Connor's was stunned when he got hit with it. And Andrew's now going to top. What, is it time for it? Is, is it time for the shooting star press? It must be. Connor's up. Oh, fair play, Joseph Collins showing his toughness. Walks into a big right hand, though. Oh, Andrew's jumping over the top, but Connor's hitting him with a big elbow. Is he saying this is it now? Is it time to end it? Oh, oh but he counters into that stunner manoeuvre again. <laughs> and he just hits that out of nowhere. <laughs> Could this be a shooting star press? Oh, oh hits it. That is One, lovely. two, three. There you go. And Connors is out and Andrews is through. Well, uh, what a good match that was, Dan, eh? That was a brilliant match. Yeah, you know, two wrestlers giving it their all. A good bit of back and forth. Both men absorbing a lot of punishment. And, yeah, the better man won, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, fair play to um, Joseph Connors in this one. But, yeah, Mark Andrews. But has he taken too much punishment? Because you've got to know... He's fighting Pete Dunn next, and Pete Dunn will take advantage of that. Won't exactly. He? It won't surprise me if Pete Dunn don't come out straight after this match and beat his opponent down. <laughs> yeah. But Mark Andrews, very impressive. Again, we see that with a kind of reverse stunner and then the shoot the star press. And we have our first semi final complete with Dunn and Andrews. Just one more semi final to do. But yeah, good match. And the referee raises Mark Andrews' hand, getting the early going in this, yeah. this second night. Yeah, definitely. It's been a lot more exciting his first two matches. One of them was a classic storytelling match and this one was just a classic exchange match. 
And that is it. Pete Dunne, our man against Mark Andrews in what should be a very exciting match. And Tyler Bate, Jordan Devlin, Trent Seven and Wolfgang still to come. And up next, beautiful, beautiful Blackpool. A Empress Ballroom in Blackpool. And look at that shot there, Dan. Look at the lights. Look at Blackpool. Look at the tower. Fantastic. It makes you feel, uh, makes you feel proud to be British, doesn't it? You know? Oh, wow, Wolfgang backstage, and we're going to see a little video about him. And let's not forget <coughs> about this man, ICW champion from Glancy, Scotland. Last night, Dan, who did he beat? He beat that pikey man, didn't he? Oh, I know it. Yeah, last night he beat Tyson T-Bone he with the did. beautiful uh, Swanton Bomb getting the free count. And that is his finisher. And like we say, for a big man, he can fly high. But uh, Trent Seven, Dan, your pick... My pick versus your pick. Who did Trent Seven beat? That's it, yeah. He beat HC Dyer. And the Trent Seven army there in full force. Oh, part of Moustache Mountain with Tyler Bate and the tail of the tape, Dan. The tail of the tape, my guy. Trent Seven is £216 from Wolverhampton, England. The Moustache Mountain. And he's, he has got a British strong style. And his finisher is a seven stars lariat. Well, my man is two hundred and fifty-five pounds. So outweigh yours quite a quite a much. I can't speak. Two hundred and fifty-five pounds, big man from Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, he's an agile brawler, and of course, his finisher is the howling. The howling because he is Wolfgang, and your man Trent Seven down. No offence, but he's going down. So a point for the winner here. And the losers have to give each other a blowjob. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Fit Finley's in the crowd. Of course, he's a British legend. We spoke about him in World of Sport, didn't we, Dan? We did, yes. You know, and he goes back to the early 80s World of Sport video that I was watching. And, yeah, you know, he's a legend in my eyes. Why do you think he's favourite to win for? Go on. Give me, give me reasons once that door shuts. Why? Give me a reason why he will win the tournament. No, um, he's he's a brilliant wrestler. Uh, you've not really seen too much of him yet. I mean, he absorbed a lot of punishment from his opponent in the previous rounds. Delivered a couple of strong moves, managed to finish him off. Wolfgang, he was very impressive for a big guy. Don't get me wrong, you know, I, I've liked what I've seen with him. And yeah, it should be a very good match. It should be. And the reason why Wolfgang will go through and win is because he is better. It's, it's quite simple than that. Big man can fly around. You're not expecting anything from him, is he? He hasn't got that kind of glossy finish. Uh, I, I like the way he wrestles. And he's got a lot of fans in the house. As we see the, the Wolfgang sign as well. Is that his name, Wolfgang? Yeah. So, you know, that's why I think... <laughs> You're unsure think. on his name, yet yeah, he's great. Easy, Tiger. This is why I think he's going to go all the way. And that's why Trent Seven, Dan, he's going down. He's going down. I think it'll be a good match. I do like Trent Seven. I would, wouldn't mind seeing Trent Seven and Tyler Bate teaming up together. Do you know what I mean? They'd make a brilliant tag team. Well, they are tag their Mustache Mountain, but I want to see them as fucking... I want to see them wrestling. If they'd both got knocked out in the first round, that would be much better because we could have a tag match. So I actually picked... No, I didn't, because he's Tyler Bate, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I should have picked him as well. That would have been good. Yeah, but you didn't. So I didn't. He didn't. So Trent Seven, Wolfgang, shaking hands. Do you want to shake hands before this? <laughs> That'd be fair, isn't it? Right, come on, Wolfgang. Fuck come, on, come on, Wolfgang. Let's show why this is a match we've been looking forward to throughout. Who's going to win? <laughs> My man. This is a point. <laughs> this is a point on the line for the first first point of the year on the line tonight in our new 
and our new end of year points. Couple of big fan favourites. Cornwolf gang. Good Trent. Cornwolf. There we go. Test this strength. I think my man Wolfgang's gonna win this one. But getting pushed against the ropes by my man Trent Seven. Yeah, but break, 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 fair, fair break. Fair break. Yeah. That's it. Go on, Wolfgang. Get him. There you go. Oh. Look at the power. Look at the power of the big man. Clean break. Fair enough. Oh. Nose to nose now. <laughs> Go on, Trent. That's it. Push him away. Don't let him Yeah, hey, Slap the test of his mouth. <laughs> well, yeah, Wolfgang. <laughs> Suplex to seven. That's what I'm talking about. That's how easy it was. Just like that. I'd like to see Trent and Dan the Beast team up. <laughs> I like to see Wolfgang join the Wolf Pack. Oh, <laughs> Wolfgang and the Irish ripped into the barricade by seven, but stopping him with a big elbow. Third out of three, uh, third match out of four that has gone outside. It has him. Wolfgang on the barricade. Oh, oh shooting star <laughs> press, but gets nothing but knees to the knee, and I think Wolfgang is in big trouble now. Well, he hit it, but like you said, his knee banged on the concrete floor. I mean, there's only. A a thin layer of padding there, isn't there? There is indeed, Jess, and he is in a lot of trouble. But a beautiful, a big, agile man. Look at that, beautiful, beautiful, well, a big man. Oh! <laughs> well, Wolfgang, fair play to him. Throwing seven back in the ring. He might be hurt, but he's going to carry on. Oh! <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Trent Seven comes flying out of a big suicide dive. And just taking out Wolfgang big time. See, I tell you, our picks are going to have the best match. <laughs> oh. He just come flying out the corner, didn't he? Look at that. <laughs> I didn't even expect it. <laughs> well, now Seven's got the advantage on the outside. Go on, Trent. You'll be all right, Wolfie. I'm gonna call Come on, Wolfie. Go on, Trent. <laughs> oh, Seven going up now. Taking too long, is he? Wolfgang's going to take advantage of that. Oh... And he gives him a big right hand and a headbutt. And he can't leave Wolfgang alone for too long. He's going to regain his strength. Oh, he's not going to go for a superplex, is he? Yeah. Come on, Trent. Fight out, on. son. No, no. Come on, Wolf. Fight out. No, don't. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Seven's going to suplex him to the outside. Go on, son. No, he's not. Come on, hold up. Top rope now. No, no, no. Fight it. Fight it. No. Oh, <laughs> Big superplex from Wolfgang to Trent. Well done, Wolfgang. Get up there, Trent. I think Trent Seven does a little bit face. Mighty Skull, as we said. Like, he has got that kind of might. Are oh, you Mighty Skull in disguise? Are oh, you Marty <laughs> in disguise? Uh, Mighty Skull signed a Ring of Honor contract, I should say. That's Does why he's Mason's part of that. has got a Marty t-shirt. Yeah, I know. And a picture of him. I need to print that out. Oh, and now exchanging chops and punches now. Only one man is, isn't there? Take him down, son. That's it, Wolfgang. Fight back. Big uppercuts. Big forearms. Look at that. Big Scottish oh. power, son. Trent fighting back with a couple of slaps. Big right hand. Oh, oh. but runs into a big boot. There we go. He's got him up now on his shoulders. There we go. Wastelands. And we know what's next. Big senton. No. Oh, oh moonsault. Second attempt and he comes off worse again. He should stop using that move. I'm just going to say, yeah, leave it alone. We see Seven getting the knees up. Now he's going to go for his big finisher. What's his finisher, Dan? Red right hand. Yeah, and he's going for the red right hand. Wolfgang ducks. Got many German. You don't really see many Germans in Britain at the moment. Oh, no, turns it round. Oh, a double underhook belly to back. 
throw. And Wolfgang oh. face first, but a kick out. Uh. That was an impressive move by Trent. Go on, Trent. You can't pick him down. I'm not going to you know, discredit your guy too much. Red right hand. Well, if he hits it, it is all over. Come on, Wolfgang. It's been a hell of a war, isn't it? Been a battle. Oh, no. Wolfgang not letting it. Still trying to fight out. Oh, he's got him. Oh, no. He went for like a throw off him and a co-breaker. Trent Seven reversing, though. Oh. Oh, was that the red right hand? One, two. Oh, unlucky, my son. Go on, Trent. (laughs) Well, I thought that was it. I'm not going to lie to anybody, but I really did. Wolfgang managing to kick out. Uh. I don't think Trent Seven knows what to do now to put away Wolfgang. Both men got a very distinctive look about them, haven't they? They have indeed, yes. And I think Trent's more fat than Muscle. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking that as well. I thought he was quite buff when I first saw him, but <laughs> now he's just no. And now Trent is bringing Wolfgang in on the top rope. Dragging him up to the top. Oh, my God. He's going to pole drive him from the second rope. No. Oh. Come on, Wolfgang. Wolfgang trying to fight out. Come on. Delivers a big headbutt, sends, sends Trent howling down. Oh, and talk about the howling. Is Wolfgang going to go for it now? Oh, oh the send on Trent Seven. Oh. And Trent is out. Yes! Wolfgang's my man. Look, busted nose and all. That gives me the first point of the year. Head to head with Dan. I'm having that, son. Brilliant by Wolfgang. Fucking, I don't know if we enjoyed it more, but I think it was a really fun match, Dan, didn't you? Yeah, it was all right. (laughs) It was a bit shit, though. No, it was a very good match. Well played, Wolfgang. Well point. Good point. What have you been a dickhead about it for? Uh, the first of many in 2017. Now, great match between Wolfgang and Trent Seven. I mean, look at the replays. And when he turned him inside out with that, I thought it was all she wrote. Even hooked the leg. But last minute, Wolfgang kicks out oh. and uh, hits his finisher for the win. Howling. Very impressive for the big man. And I told you, going to make it all the way. The third man through to the semifinals, Wolfgang will face either Jordan Devlin or Tyler Bate. And again, Tyler Bate is basically the last match in the, the rounds as well, because he was the last match in the first round. Yeah. And the last one, listen. <laughs> uh, to be fair, Wolfgang looks pretty busted up, doesn't he? So He does indeed, yes. And, you know, we've we've got the midget Balor to look forward to going against a man who we really like. Yeah, we do. And... Uh, Jordan Devlin last night, like I say, put down Danny Birch in a in a really fucking weird match. It was the weirdest match that we've had so far, and the least impressive of the night. Yeah, really. It, the midget edge Devlin Devitt has got to really go. Devlin's got to go a long way tonight to improve on last night's debacle. I don't know what it was, and the hill kick afterwards as well. Literally hill. But I'm not backing it. I, I mean, I want Taylor Bate to put Tyler Bate to put him down. Like I say, really yeah. impressive with him last night, didn't we? Very impressed, yeah. And I'm back at Tyler in any match that isn't against Pete Dunne. So, yes, it is the last quarterfinal. And Tyler Bate versus Jordan Devlin, old midget head. We see both men coming out. And, and Tyler Bate's got some support over the past 24 hours, hasn't he, Dan? He has indeed, Justin, especially from me and you. Um, and I don't know, for some reason, we've kind of really hate 
Jordan Devlin. Yeah, it's just because his first match was shit, and I don't care if he was uh, trained by Debit. You know what I mean? He's not shown anything in this. Now he's going up against a top-class wrestler, and we see in the early going as well, both of Devlin offering his hand and... Tyler Bate just mocking him and going for his moustache instead. Yeah, but we haven't seen much of Devlin. I'd say very short match yesterday, very fuddled. We'll see what he's like in his first proper match. I mean, he's been quite lucky out of all of them, really, so far, hasn't he? The freshest of them, say. Well, they've all had 24 hours rest, so, you know, they're going to have a little bit of recuperation and they've got to expect it if they want to be a champion. Um, but, yeah, he, you know, he had probably a relatively easy match, even though it did end in really strange circumstances uncompared yeah. to the others who all, you know, there was a definitive winner. Some might say he doesn't deserve to be here, but, you know, it's it remains to be seen if yeah. he can with the onslaught from Tyler Bate. Yeah, Bate throws... Devlin to the outside. He's going to go for suicide dive now. Oh. Oh, and Tyler Bates putting it all on the line, and this is why we love him. Yeah, fair play to him, taking Devlin out. Going to throw him back in the ring, try and get the advantage. Like I say, we've seen all the matches go to the outside, haven't we, tonight? We have indeed, yes. And, you know, it certainly brings, you know, it ups the game, doesn't it? Well, Tyler Bates looking to hit the Orange Crush combo. And Jordan Devlin looking to hit his signature moonsault. Well, we've not seen Devlin hit many offensive moves. He's gone to the... Right hands of uh, Bate wearing down. But Bate is so innovative, isn't he? He is very innovative. <laughs> or, or, or one might say he's innovative. He is. He really, he can hit you from anywhere, you know. I'm expecting this going to the traditional wrestling when he puts his feet up onto his uh, hips as it was. If this is the right way, pressing his arms down. British wrestling at his best. These definitely younger guys in the world, world of sport, weren't they, you know? Uh, definitely, yeah. And, you know, it it just goes to show how much the game has indeed changed from the lo- likes of, you know, what we saw in the world of sport, you know, the intro to that. Yeah, and there we go. We see Bate doing just that, and he, spring, he flips Devlin over as well. Beautiful uh, technical wrestling there between the two. And, like I say, we're seeing the evolution of it, aren't we? We are indeed, yes, and the evolution is indeed a mystery. It is, and uh, I can't wait to see Tyler Bate versus uh, Jack Gallagher. That, that's going to be a great match. That'll be a, match, That'll really. be a brilliant match, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> I hope to see a few of these men, you know, getting their chance in NXT 205 and places Tyler like Bate this. Tyler Bate going to go for the helicopter spin, or the aeroplane spin, or whatever it is. Yeah, and blocking that, though, with the, the big elbows. Springboard now. Oh, springboard crossbody, but gets caught by Bate. Well, we saw bait strength yesterday as well. Now he's using it today. Throws him on the shoulder. Round and round and round. <laughs> round and round and round and round. Goes Devlin and fucking hell. Him and Cesaro side by side. <laughs> well, I'm getting dizzy watching that now. And sadly <laughs> is. But I think Devlin's got the worst of that and he's stumbled his way to the outside in a very precarious position. And Devlin just springs the ropes into Bates' face and then... A step up in Segura using the ropes and he's back in control. Well, Devlin now, a heelish way of taking over. Now he's going to stop, like you said, patting the belt. Oh, but Bate rolls out the way. Devlin lands on his feet. Oh. Runs into a big elbow, but responds with a equally as big knee. Both men are stunned. Well, fair play. Devlin, can he take advantage now? He's got two. Bate down. Oh, but only a two count there and... Bate managing to keep himself in the game. Two, and it would be an upset if Devlin was to beat Tyler Bate, wouldn't it? Another attempt at the moonsault here for Devlin. Second time lucky. He's going to the top, but is he taking too long? You know, this young man, he's 
taunting the crowd. Oh, oh, this time doesn't land on his feet and bait moves again. He was baiting himself up, shall we say. <laughs> and now he's got him in that orange cross combo. Oh, but Devlin manages to respond with a moonsault. Pinning combination, only a two count and a Pele style kick. Well, the kick that hurt Danny Birch last night, busting the back of his head, now is hit. Now is hit. Bait. Bait. Right in the back of the head, and he's in serious trouble. Is there any <laughs> blood? <laughs> Sorry? Is there any blood? Yeah, there might be there. We still see the impact they had yesterday. You've got to remember, Tyler Bates only 19 years old as well, so this is the biggest match of his career. <laughs> oh, Devlin goes for the knee, but Bates counters. Orange crush combo. He's got him. Bam! Yes, Bates. Oh. One, two, three. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. get out, midget Finn Balor. <laughs> Fuck off back up to your Down syndrome clinic. Go back and collect your potatoes. Tyler Bates has booked a date with Wolfgang in the semi-finals. The semi-finals aren't complete. And what do you think of that match, Dan? Oh, Tyler Bates is going to fucking whip Wolfgang's head up his own fucking ass. <laughs> no hard feelings, and that's good to know. <laughs> he will be wrestling later. But Jordan Devlin, did he improve on last night's performance? Um... He wasn't as hyped up as he has been billed, you know, for playing the typical hill. You could have put that on someone else and have played it a bit better. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, Devlin's uh, done now, but Bate looked really strong and he's gonna. it's going to be good semi-final lineup, isn't it? Dunn versus Andrews, Wolfgang, Bate. All four men have looked really strong so far, haven't they? And uh, two matches down, two matches to go for one of these guys. Indeed. And the fans responded well to him as well. Like us, I just love everything about him. You know, he's he, even though he's a heelish character, he's he's just got he's just got to wave at him. He just got to give him a little wave, and yeah, yeah, like I say, but great character and maybe great things to Tyler Bate as the tournament progresses. But already, we yeah, four matches down, <clears throat> four matches down, three matches to go, and we see Michael Cole and McGuinness on commentary, but. Well, how's this compared to last night? Is it better already than last night? Most definitely, yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't bad last night. You know, I'm not going to take anything away from it. It wasn't a terrible... It was just a bit plain, a bit boring. And tonight, you know, it's up to its game. It's brought a bit of spice to it. And it's, you know, it's definitely improved tenfold. Yeah, no, I, I, I certainly agree. And it's going to be exciting as we move on now to the next you know, hour to see who is going to be the first... WWE United Kingdom champion. It is Mark Andrews against the bruiser, Pete Dunne. Yeah, this is going to be a great semi-final match. Uh, a look back on the quarterfinals and the opening rounds, of course. Uh, so, yeah, we see the Taylor tape for this first semi-final. And Mark Andrews, Pete Dunne, Pete Dunne by far picks. Mark Andrews calls £159 from Cardiff Wales, High Flyer, Shooting Star Press. Dan, Pete Dunne. Uh, Pete Dunyer, he's £205 from Birmingham, England. He's a technical brawler and his finishing move is the bitter end. Yeah, will it be the bitter end of Mark Andrews in this tournament? It'll be good, two good semi-finals. And look who it is in the crowd. Robbie Brookside, a man from my 1980s British wrestling cassette. <laughs> he is. And he is here tonight to watch all his talent. And of course, Mark Andrews. Coming out first, this is going to be exciting. Mark Andrews beat Dan Maloney in the first round, and of course Joseph Collars just earlier tonight. 
and Pete Dunne destroyed Roy Johnson last night and then beat up Sam Gradwell. Too. So it's interesting. I think Dunne's still the favourite to go through, isn't he, in this one? Um, yeah, definitely. You know, his heelish tactics have paid off for him so far. Hopefully they can prevail him and send him through to the final. I hope so. It'd be a point for it as well. That'd be good. Not taking anything away from Mark Andrews, of course. No, I think Mark Andrews could do 205 live, couldn't he, you know? Most definitely. Yeah, Pete Dunn's the correct way to get into 205. He's yeah. 205 pounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Both men could be there. I think Mark Andrews, because he's got a TNA thing, I think they won't, you know, make him go too far in the toilet. But he has been impressive, and that stunner out of nowhere is a great move, isn't it? It is, and that's twice he's hit the stunner counter. Perfect, and yeah, I want to see more. I'm just waiting for but Pete But not Dunn. too much. No, just just right. Just tip. Do you want to see too much? Just one. And Pete Dunn has been on a tear in this tournament. And is he going to shake Mark Andrews' hand? No, he's not. He's going to slap it away. Dunn said earlier, two down, two to go. Mark Andrews stands in his way. For how long, though? <laughs> oh, Goes for an early pinning attempt. Oh. oh, but only a two count. Two. Now he's going to wear Andrews down. I mean, who had the, uh, the harder match earlier? Was it Andrews or was it Dunn? Andrews. I, mean, I think Connor's, you know, bring it in that match. Like I say, and now Dunn, he's going to work on Mark Andrews. I think this is going to be uh, the normal way it's going to be. Maybe a Mark Andrews comeback later on in the match. Yeah, definitely. Not taking anything away. You know, he was attacked the night before. And all of Pete Dunn's attack, you know, most of it focused on the back of Gradwell. And he, you know, he done well to stay in there as long as he could. And... Yeah, you know, brilliant performance. Yeah, and you talk about Mark Andrews as well. Oh, looked like he was going to go for the stunner counter attempt and Pete Dunn wisely rolling to the outside, but could he be in more danger? I mean, we've seen that Andrews loves to fly and he just goes sailing over the top rope and takes out Pete Dunn. Yeah, oh, that is beautiful by Mark Andrews showing how agile he is. But you got to remember, he got attacked earlier with uh, Connors in the back of his head as well on the stairs, so... He's got that going from ten- Dunn, probably watched the tape of that. Going to focus on it, but Andrew's impressive. And just say that. <laughs> just as you say that, he throws Dunn back into the ring and Dunn immediately on his feet and takes out Andrews before he can even get back into the ring. Look at the hand, look at the um, the angle of it. Now he's going to put it on the stairs. We saw Dunn doing this last night as well. He's definitely a brutal heel. Oh, but Andrew's managing to move oh. out of the way. And a Hurricane Rana off the top of the stairs sends Dunn crashing to the mat below. <laughs> oh, well done, Andrews there. Both went down on the outside, but a nice way to start. Andrews done good. Oh, my word, though. Dunn. No, Pete Dunn has taken over now. I mean, the, the brutal attack. And you talk about Randy Orton, you, you like it when he zones in. Dunn has zoned in the Mark Andrews body parts, doesn't he? He does. Maybe that's why I subconsciously chose him. Yeah, maybe you heard voices in your head. You never know, do you? They do come to me. <laughs> All right, Dunn's got Andrews up. And, oh, Andrews managing to land on the apron. And a big shoulder to the midsection of uh, of Dunn. Andrews springing over the top, rolling oh. him up, and a double foot stomp to the midsection, and Dunn's in trouble again. Oh, fucking hell. And Andrews very impressive here. And Dunn may be underestimated, overest- under- underestimated him. Indeed, yes. Uh, the bruise away is... Certainly met his match here with Andrews. Exactly. You believe a man can fly after you watch this. Oh, big knees in the corner. Northern Light Suplex. Oh, rolls through. Standing shooting star. He's taking a bigger step. Oh. 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 
fuck me, give that man the... Oh. That, wasn't a sta- that can't be a standing 450. <laughs> standing 450, and I think we've seen that before. Oh, well, that is... I think that was a... Uh, yeah, it's 450, isn't 450, it? 450, yeah. Yeah, 450. Standing 450 for Andrews. Back of his injured neck on Pete Dunne. But like we say, to be the first champion of the UK, the WWE... Oh, gets sent to the outside, springboards his way in with another Hurricane Rana. And, and he's Andrews. shaking Pete Dunne. Oh! And a running shooting star. Can't get the pin, though. Dunne kicks out. Uh. And Andrews impressive and Dunne rolling to the outside. Is Very it... veteran-like. He is. He might be injured in the arm. You don't know. Or is he suckering in Andrews? Looks like Andrews going to go flying. As Andrews taking the bait. Not Tyler bait. Here we go. Jumps over the top. Oh. Goes for a shooting star from the eight, uh, from the ringside, but gets caught by Dunn. And that power by Dunn. Oh, no. fuck me. A delayed suplex and then flips him up onto the ring edge. And Dunn's even in shock at what he managed to do. Well, fucking very impressive there, by Indeed, yes, he's certainly a good technician and Mark Andrews looks in a lot of trouble now. Yeah, I mean, that power to manage to flip him up on the apron and this might just be a count out. But Dunn will take that now. He's been in a hell of a fight. He has, yeah. All of his opponents have put up a hell of a fight. <laughs> but Dunn is not done with Andrews just yet. <laughs> oh, my word. He's going to suplex him on the outside. Oh, turns him inside out again. And Andrew certainly is in trouble. And if he didn't make the 10 count last time, he's certainly not going to make it this time. Well, Dunn just showing why he's called the bruiserweight for. And he's basically just beating up Andrews now. And he's going to get counted out. Referee's up to what? 10. <laughs> he is indeed, yes. A shout out to Ty Dillinger yet again. But Andrew's managing to make his way back in before the count of... But straight into the... Hands of Pete Dunn. And look at him dissecting Mark Andrews. Now, look at the brutal kicks to the head. That is it, and I'm sure it's not going to be long before the bitter end of Mark Andrews. Yeah, he's got him up now. He's dragging his limpless body up. Oh! Andrews turns it into a fucking stunner. <laughs> yes, That's son. what I'm talking about, going for the pit. Two. Oh! <laughs> Pete Dunn managing to kick out. Uh-huh. And the stunner out of nowhere makes another appearance. Yeah. Well, fair play, Mark Andrews. Three matches, three stunners he's hit, and now he's going to go for the shooting star pre- press. This could be it for Pete Dunn. It's got, it's got the job done twice before. Will it get it done now? And this would be me completely out of the competition. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Pete managing to make his way to his... Pete. Well done, Pete. He is on the top now. He's going to superplex Andrews. Exchanging blows up the top in a very precarious position. Is Andrews he... starting to get the upper hand. Oh, there we go. Hey. Dunn's off. Andrews is up. Andrews is down. Oh, onto Dunn's knees. Rolls him up and ah. Oh. Andrews managing to kick out. Oh, fucking hell. Andrews thought it was that well, he thought he'd beaten Pete there with a shooting star press. Let's say knees up Mother Brown. And then rolling him up, couldn't get the job done. Andrew's showing his toughness there. But now is it is this over? There we go, he's going for it, isn't he? He's hooking him up, pump handled. But Andrew's managing to roll through with a deep arm drag takedown, step up in Seguri, managing to stun Pete Dunn. Oh, 
but jumps into a big right hand. Oh! oh. But Andrew's managing again to counter a powerbomb attempt oh. with a hurricane runner and only a two count. Two. Fucking hell, give that man a medal. Well, fair play. The response from the crowd and from us. Brilliant, like you say. <coughs> Pete Dunn's hit that suplex a couple of times and Andrew's managing to reverse it. And now he's going to the top for the shooting star press. Can he hit it this time? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why, but I want him to fucking hit it. Yeah, I know. I know Pete Dunn's our pick, but we like it. Oh, oh. Andrews misses oh. it, but rolls through, gets a belly to bar. Oh, no. And now Dunn's got him up. There you go. Big suplex, and he's still not finished. He knows what he's... Turns him inside out with a suplex, and this is going to be the bitter end for Andrews, surely. Well, don't call me Shirley. And Andrews, there up we go. and down. Call it. One, two, three. There and go. bittersweet. You know, it's bitter to see Mark Andrews out, and I hope to see him again. Brilliant performer. Certainly worth his weight in gold. But Pete Dunn. Disappointed us in the first match. You know, we weren't too sure in the second match, but this match has proved he's definitely got brilliant wrestling talent. Well, I think the best match of the weekend so far, I think that's fair to yeah. say. Yeah, I'll go along with that. Uh, really, really good. Both men, like you say, putting it out and Pete Dunne getting it. I mean, at that point, when Andrews reversed the uh, suplex into the Hurricane, like we just saw the replay for, I thought that was it. But fair play, Pete Dunne, like you say, Booking his place in the final. Three down, one to go. He will face the winner of Wolfgang versus Tyler Bate. But what a fantastic match that was. Fair play. And the thing I like about it, all British as well. <laughs> James, can you pull out, can you pull off the ultimate Dan? Have two of your competitors in the final after knocking out your opponent. Who's going to meet Pete Dunne in the final? Will it be Tyler Bate, Wolfgang? We want Wolfgang in this one. And like I say, a point's already to me. But another point will be decided, Pete Dunn, and uh, through to the final now. You, you get a point if you beat your opponent, and you get a point, point if you for win it, to the but final. Yeah, you and you get a point to get yeah, to win so it. Yeah, so there's three, three points on the line. Right, yeah. Yeah, all right. So there's still another two points to fight for. So the tail of the tape for Tyler Bate and Wolfgang. James, do you want to do your man Wolfie Gang? Of course I can. Like I say, £255, big man. Glasgow, Scotland, he's an agile brawler, agile, and his finisher is the howling, we've seen it, get the job done so many times, and of course, who can forget that he beat T-Bone in the first round, and then he beat Trent Seven, your man, in the last round, Dan, what about Tyler Tate for Tyler Bates? Uh, Tyler Bate, he's 175 pounds, so he's a lot lighter than your man. He's from Dudley in England. He's a technical wrestler, and his signature move is, of course, the Tyler Driver 97. He beat Tucker in the first round, and he beat um, Jordan Devlin in the quarterfinals to get here. And, yeah, it's going to be a very impressive matchup between the two. Two men of different sizes. Not a very fair matchup if you look at it on paper. But, again, we've seen Tyler Bate being impressive tonight. And Wolfgang doesn't really wrestle like a big man, does he? You know, he's, he's got that high flying that we've seen. This should be a very good semi-final, as the first one was. Tyler Bate there. He's one step closer to the title. Can he make himself another step closer? It's like a chase, isn't it? That's how close he is. Just needs to get one more question right. Then he's through to the final. And only Pete Dunn stands in his way. But, like I say, fair play to Bate. He's to, to Bate. 
he managed to withstand the uh, kick to the back of the head that took out that took out Danny Birch in uh, you know shady circumstances, and yeah, managed to put out a brilliant match, hit the Tyler driver. Yeah, lovely finish. And like I say, with Wolfgang as well, beating Trent Seven away to his Fonton, I could have done a little bit longer match there. Fair play to Wolfgang and Trent Seven. Another guy I want to see a lot of and this should be an interesting matchup because it's two guys that I, I really like in this tournament as well you know they, they've played it well WWF I don't know if everybody thought the same but the guys we picked seem yeah. to have the most success haven't they you know uh, they have indeed yes you know I don't like to toot my own horn but toot toot <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying toot toot Dan toot toot <laughs> but look at the size difference between the two who are you going to go for in this one if you were betting man um, I'd go for Tyler Bate I don't know. I, I just really like the way he is. His fan reception, not taking anything away from Wolfgang. He's a big fella, very agile. You know, he's he's wrestled some very good matches. But you know, I just did you? Well, no, he he reminds <laughs> he reminds me of Jack uh, Gallagher, and you know, I, I like that in a wrestler. And you know, it's just a typical British wrestler. The way I personify him as that's fair enough. And you see the fans here. And they are really enjoying themselves. <laughs> they are certainly raising the roof. They are, and they're ready for this match, Wolfgang and, and Bate. I, I think Wolfgang's going to go through, because he's big. Uh, actually, if you look at Pete Dunne going through, if you look at it in that way, you'd see the two matchups. It would make more sense Bate, probably, because of the underdog type thing. But Wolfgang and Dunne in the final would be a really hard-hitting affair, wouldn't it? You know, It would be a very hard-hitting, yeah, and I think... You know, it, it'd be a very good match whoever gets through to the final, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just pleased Wolfgang's got this far, you know, semi final. Yeah. Like, usually for me, it, like, if you go back to CWC or, you know, Dusty Classic, I'm usually a quarter final man. <laughs> I'm like England <laughs> in a match tournament. I'm, I usually don't get out of the group stage, so I'm, I'm pleasantly now, surprised. And now you're halfway in the final and you could be a guaranteed. Yeah. Well, yeah. you could pick up four points here. I know, it's, it's, it's unbelievable to think. And, and, it does make me excited, but here we go. Still a long way to go. And Wolfgang of Bate, and look at Bate there with a the big right hand. And now he's going to work on the man. Keys to victory, Stan. What does Bate have to do to win? Oh, Bate needs to keep some separation, use his head and his intelligence, um, try and fire the big Scotsman up, you know, try and get him angry. When he gets angry, he starts getting a bit wilder. Yeah, making mistakes, yeah. Exactly, and uh, so so what's Wolfgang got to do to overcome Tyler? Well, I think exactly right. I think he's got to try and stay calm, make sure the match can go his distance. Like I say, we've got the longest time limit of, of any match so far. So Wolfgang can take his time, just wear down um, wear down Tyler Bate because, he, you know, he's the bigger man and you would think after a while that that would pay dividends and, and just try and work Bate. But Bates got heart when he's just trying to suplex uh, Wolfgang there. Didn't really, not really successful, you would say. Nah, nah. Um, yeah, he's kind of underestimated the agility and the weight of the big fella. Yeah. Oh, and a big suplex and down. Pete Dunn is trending on Twitter. And that's fair right play. Yeah, so at least people are watching it and they are talking about it on Twitter. Because we're talking about it on the WNR podcast. Hashtag WNR. But Wolfgang shouldn't take this lightly either. This is the problem he's got. Bait down, he took his time. Oh, and gets met with a big takeout from uh, Tyler Bate. And he gets taken out by Tyler and he goes low for that knee and Wolfgang could be in trouble here. I mean, the best way to take down a big fella is chop him off right at the bottom. Yeah, and you've got to remember Trent Seven earlier working on that knee as well. And it looked like uh, 
Bates having success, but Wolfgang picks them up in the Gorilla Press. Oh, but a backslide by Bates and getting a close two count oh, there. Oh, two. Delivering a big right hand to Wolfgang. And, oh my God, Wolfgang oh, there. a pop-up <laughs> slam. And he's got him. Oh, no, Bates kicks out. Uh. And this has got some pace to it. I don't think this is going to last very long, the way things are going at the no, moment. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's starting to... Found a bit hot. Yeah, Wolfgang needs to kind of slow it down, but that was a really impressive power move. Not a, We haven't seen a lot of that from Wolfgang in the tournament. We've just seen his high flying, but makes more sense him doing this style. And as yeah. I say that, he's going he's gonna to fuck off and go to the top rope, isn't he? He is indeed, yeah. Stay on the ground, Wolfgang. Don't get distracted by the crowd. Taking too long. It's his cl- we've seen this every time. He's howling. Is it howling time? To try and get it over and done with quickly. Oh! But Bate manages to roll through and he should realise that he shouldn't take that long because he had it buggered up a few times against uh, Trent. Yeah, and, and also if he'd have hit that, I've no doubt in my mind that he would have got the pin and Bate was lucky to have rolled out of the way. But again, it's Wolfgang. You've got focus, son. Focus. It's the biggest match of your career right here. And, you know, WWE UK Championship, just one match to the final You've beaten three men already. You've beaten two men already. Oh! oh. Gets turned inside out with a spear and That's Wolfgang going for the pin. One, One two, two, kick out! Oh. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I got a bit excited there. Oh, and my man nearly got through the <sighs> final. And uh, and he wants that championship. You can see him. He's, he's signalling for it. Belt. He is signalling for the belt and he's going to put down... Tyler Bate now. There's no debate to this. Wolfgang is going to take Tyler down. Come on, Tyler. Come on, Tyler. And look at the fans get behind Bate, trying to help him. Oh, no. Oh. No. Tyler Driver. No, he's crushed combo. Ah. And he's got Wolfgang. Three. Yes. (laughs) Well done, Tyler Bate. And big match. And well deserved for Tyler, though. Oh, I don't know. He got beaten up the majority of that match, didn't he? You know, I mean, was it a pin out of nowhere for that? It was. It was quite surprising. He hit that move quickly and sudden quick movement tied him up in a good pinning combination and took the big man down. I think yeah, it's more like that. I don't think he like beat up Wolfgang. It was a fact of just caught him off guard. Maybe you know Wolfgang. He did. Wolfgang was all over him. You know, a pop up power slam and, and yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> well, Wolfgang, look, fucking, let's, let's just see, let's see the replay of this, but then look at the spear as well, that turned uh, Bate inside out, couldn't get the fucking job done, and then in the end, Tyler uh, Bate hitting the uh, orange crush combo. I'm thinking, um, I'm going to, so I'm going to, I'm going to stack them from Tyler Bate over onto Pete Dunn, <laughs> and I'm just going to bump him into the final. <laughs> well... Wolfgang is out, but fair play to Wolfgang as we see the pin there. He's know, earned you a him. point. He's earned me a point, and he's done well, hasn't he, Dan? What have you thought of him in the tournament? Uh, yeah, he's done very well. You know, all credit to him. Two good matches. Good sign of respect. Between... You've, I don't think you've seen that in a match tonight. No, yeah, that's true, yeah. You know, ending on a positive note. I think you might have seen it between uh, Trent and Wolfgang, though, but Trent was playing more of a Healy-type character, whereas... His tag team partner seems to be playing a bit more facey. Yeah, no, that's exactly true. We see reaction from the crowd when he hit that, got through the final. But yeah, done. 
versus bait and you'll go well we get an extra we get two points we get another point now if at the moment right. I should say right point so wise you've got a point for beating me I got a point for beating you and then I got a, we both got points we both got a point for Pete Dunn getting to the final yep and if Pete Dunn wins we both get another point yes so it's currently 2-1 to yourself it is yeah it's yourself. And now Pete Dunn has just come out of here and beaten up Tyler Bate. You said oh, he was going to do it. And he's come out and thrown Bate into the ring post. My God, Dunn. Is there any level you won't stoop to? He is certainly going all out to be the first ever United Kingdom champion. Oh, that's our man there. And that looks good for Pete Dunn and Apollo. That now, does it? indeed, yeah. Oh, you my know, God. Look oh. Regal. Regal, not happy. Pushing Pushing Pete Dunn away. Oh, he's certainly not happy. And I mean, he's going to need a little time to recuperate if he's going to be in any fit state to be able to start this match. Oh, exactly. I mean, I was a bit of a surprise to see the replay of it. Not like this, Pete. Not like this, mate. No, fuck it. Any means necessary, Mal Bruce, <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, exactly. Fuck yeah. it. I ain't, I'm sorry, Tyler. <laughs> you've impressed me. You've done well. But I have gone for Pete Dunn. And I could do with another point. Well, the new... WNR point system. We're going to have three tables this year. One for pay-per-views, one for NXT takeovers. For bonus points, just like this episode here, which is going to be all then tabbed up at the end of the year. And whoever wins it, wins the overall winner. So we can still be... So we can win a league. Yeah, you can still... Well, I, I won pay-per-view predictions. Yeah, but you then lost the overall... Do you know what I mean? So at least you can say, I won pay-per-view. So yeah, we are just one match away from crowning a new WWE UK champion. But before all that, we see Neville coming out here, of course, the king of the cruiserweights. And Dan, is it nice to see Neville? It is very nice to see Neville. I said one thing I wanted to see more from in 2017 is Neville. And now he's setting the cruiserweight scene alight. And of course, he's setting the United Kingdom championship scene alight as well. <laughs> well, he's got a bee in his bonnet. He said they, they didn't call him for the CWC tournament. They didn't call him for 205 Live. And now WWE UK, he should be the first UK champion. And, uh, well, I mean, he's got a point. But then he said he's the uh, the greatest talent to ever come out of the UK. I don't really agree with that, do you? Uh, no, you know, there's a lot more then. But, you know, it's good to see him having an ego. And it's really good to see his heel side. Yeah, and then he said uh, that no one on these shores would dare challenge him. And out comes Tommy End. And Dan, who's he? Um, Tommy End, he is a Dutch professional professional wrestler. He's uh, born in May 19th, 1985, so he's 31 years old. Um, he wrestles in NXT under the ring name Tommy End. Um, he's been around the independents for a long time, debuted in 2002, 5 foot 11, 208 pounds. So, you know, he's just a shade over a cruiserweight. Um, he's been throughout so many different organisations, Insane Wrestling, Westside Extreme, Rev Pro, um, pro Wrestling Guerrilla, pro, uh, Big Japan Pro Wrestling, um, you know, and recent, more recently, he's been in NXT from uh, since 2016. Yeah, and uh, like I say, with Tommy End, getting a great response from the crowd as well, isn't he? Yes, and uh, also he uh, he made his in-ring debut, defeating none other than Lince Dorado. Yeah, so Tommy End, big things for him in NXT, and of course, never like to say, King of the Cruiserweights. And we're going to have this match before the final. And, of course, we're going to be wondering about Tyler Bates' uh, shoulder after the attack by Pete Dunne as well going into that. But, yeah, Neville versus Tommy End. 
interesting matchup. Both men um, looking like a tag team at the moment. Black trunks, black uh, knee pads, black boots. But it's good to see Neville, especially in competition here, isn't it? It is indeed, yes. You know, and it, he's a little treat for the fans of you know appreciated this wrestling show for the past couple of days so much. Yeah, Neville showing what he's got in the early going as well. Just saying, Tommy Ender, go, hang on, mate. This is this is my town. Do you know what I mean? It's my town. Yeah, but Tommy Ender's managing to hold his own. Where's Tommy from? At Holland. Oh, so he's saying to Neville, like, hey, just calm down. We need Snickers from you Amsterdam. Know, Amsterdam. We'll, we'll watch Spurs play, you know. I'll we'll watch Snickers. Let's have a pancake. will be fine. A schmuck a pancake. a pancake. Bung the blitz. Bung the blitz. Tommy wearing down Neville now. But Tommy ma- managing to, you know, wrestle toe-to-toe with Neville and sitting down cross-legged, you know, in a stubborn position. Well, yeah, and throwing Neville off his game. He's not sure what he's facing here as well. Runs in attempting to kick, but gets his foot caught by Tommy. He delivers a big kick to the chest, going for a pin. One. Oh, only a one count. Then he's got him in the front face lock now. One. Got him in the front face lock. Tommy Anders and moves it across the side headlock. And Neville being worn down and... And Tommy End is this introducing a character to the, the WWE Network as well? Potentially, yeah. You know, he's signed up to uh, the NXT Developmental and he's had a couple of matches. We will uh, be probably be reporting on them soon on the network for the NXT update. But, you know, back to the action here. And Tommy End is completely f- thrown Neville, you know. I don't think Neville was expecting this. He's spent most of his time wrestling cruiserweights as of late. So, you know... Not sure what to expect going against a slightly over a cruiserweight. Well, exactly. Well, Neville's had his way with everybody. And uh, you see End there with the, the big kicks. Neville has to roll to the outside to get away. Neville just taking his time. Proper hill now, isn't he? You know, on the outside. Knows how much time he's got. Just trying to figure out Tommy End how to, to beat him, maybe. Beat him, mate, yes. Indeed, yes. But, um, you know, I'm really liking this side of Neville and... I'm really interested to see where it's going to go and where it's going to take him. Yeah, it was like we say, we're going to catch up with all out on the two hundred five and see what Neville's been up to on the way to the the rumble. Remember the rumble, of course. Remember the rumble. Remember the rumble. But now on the outside, Neville's got Tommy. Tommy throws him back inside after teasing him back, teasing him to the outside. I mean, mind games from Neville. No, I think it is. You know, Neville wants to be in control at the moment. Doesn't want to be embarrassed. Of course, this would be a huge upset as well if he loses, isn't it? You know, so it will do if he's on his own home soil. Neville's just going to wear down Tommy End now. Oh, and we're hearing that uh, Tyler Bate might not be able to compete with the uh, bad shoulder injury, and Pete Dunne might win by default. Would <sighs> that be fair? That'd be a harsh end to the tournament, wouldn't it? Well, it'll be a point, but you know, yeah, it would definitely be a harsh end to the tournament, and hopefully Tyler Bate can recuperate in time and at least give us a half-decent match. Yeah. And Neville now is taking over on Tommy End and taunting him, hitting him with the kicks. Oh, Big kick to the side of the face of Tommy End and Neville there getting another close two count. Two. Neville now is going to go up top. Is he looking to end Tommy? <laughs> I was never going to fly. calls former NXT champion as well. Neville managing to change his mind halfway through or something and landing on his feet, but getting a kick to the head from Tommy. Uh, yeah, big kick by Tommy, knocking Neville out, but he can't capitalise on it at the moment, can he? No, he's still stunned from Neville's earlier onslaught. Fans not that impressed. They, you know, they had a big reaction to Neville when he came out, but they seem to be sitting on their hands. Yeah, taking a breath maybe before the uh, 
towards the end of the night now, isn't it? And if some of the fans might have been there both nights in a row. Indeed, yes. Oh, big knee to the midsection, though. Neville looks to be in trouble, but again rolling to the outside. Oh, but Tommy End not leaving him there. Oh, a lovely springboard moonsault off the uh, the ring ropes there. And, yeah, brilliant. And Tommy End, the only uh, foreign guy we've seen. I say foreign, I don't want to be racist. The only non... You, you, the only guy that's not from the United Kingdom. Yeah. Non-British fellow. Well, that means now we have seen 30 wrestlers in total as well. So that, that's, that's quite a good yeah. number, you know. Guys haven't been... Well, Tommy Ends... 30 know, European wrestlers. Yeah. Focus on British. Oh, my fucking God. See Tommy End there. Look at that. And a flurry of kicks and punches and knees takes out Neville. Could this be the end? But no. Neville managing to kick out uh-huh. at the last minute. And uh, Tommy... Yeah, I say Tommy can't believe it. What's he going to have to do to finish off Neville? Well, he's on the second rope now. Tommy is. Big boot to Neville. He's going to put him down. Oh, Neville ducks underneath. Oh, but gets a spinning heel kick to the head and a bridged out German. Oh. But only a two count. Two. And Tommy impressing you here, Dan? He is very. He's impressing me no end. (laughs) No end. And Neville is down. Can Tommy capitalise on this? Tommy's going up top. Oh. Oh, Neville up, though. Greeting him with a kick. But well, Neville still shook. And Tommy teetering now, and now Neville beating him at the top. He is. Hurricane Rana off the top, and Tommy goes flying. Oh, my God. Now he's in position, is he? What's he going to set him up for, James? The red arrow. The most prettiest move in sports entertainment today. It really is. Here we go. Look at that. <laughs> Impact as well, Neville. One, Pinning. two, three. There you go. Neville beats Tommy End in not a bad match then. No, it seems to pick up a bit more towards the end, but, you know, they didn't want to deliver too much of a fiesta for the fans, I mean. Yeah, so after 14 matches, it boils down to just one. Just one. And who will be the first ever WUK champion? Will it be Pete Dunne, our man, our pick? Or will it be the underdog, Tyler Bate? The man who who we've going to accept in our hearts when we actually do like him. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting matchup as Neville gets a a standing ovation still. Yes, he does indeed as he exits the arena. And they show replay earlier tonight as well. Like I say, Pete Dunne attacking Bate right after his match. Getting the upper hand and throwing him into the corner. Oh, straight into the ring post and damaging his shoulder. Unsure if... uh, Tyler Bate can actually continue tonight, but hopefully he can and still deliver a good match. Partially separated AC joint in his shoulder. Sounds bad, Dan. It does indeed, yeah. Oh, my God. And look who's making his way to the ring now, Dan. It isn't, is it? We saw him yesterday in the crowd. Is it the Demon King, though, or is it Finn Balor? I am formally entering myself into the Royal Rumble, and you heard it here first. Balor, Balor gives a song. Finn Balor, just like Michael Bublé here tonight. Balor, Balor, gives a wife. Is it good to see Finn Balor, Dan? Yes. I'll tell you how Pete Dunne got here, shall I? You do that, James. Pete Dunne got here by beating Roy Johnson in the first round, then Sam Gradwell in the quarterfinals, and then finally Mark Andrews in the semifinals in an absolute cracker of a match. <coughs> so did. What about Tyler Bate? Um... Who did he beat in the first round? 
Tucker. He beat Tucker in the first round. Uh, then in the quarterfinals, he went on to beat Jordan Devlin. In the semifinals, he went on to beat your man Wolfgang. Boo. And yeah, he's now going against Pete Dunne in the final. And it could honestly go Pete Dunne's way. Yeah, I mean. Tyler Bate is in a lot of trouble. The injury, exactly. It's all going to go against him, so it'd be interesting to see. But Tyler Bates fought hard. Each man's had three matches, haven't they? Each man's gone through three men to get to this stage. And who is going to be the champion? So let's not waste. Let's, let's get the match started. Let's get the match Without started. further ado. Without further Morris ado. Oh, look at that. Bastard. And you're seeing the brutal attack there. Pete Dunn inflicted on Tyler Bate. So, Dan, Tyler Tape. Tell of the tape. Uh, who are you doing? I'll go. I'll do bait. He's £175. He's from Dudley, England. He is a technical wrestler, and his signature move is the Tyler Driver 97. Yep. And Pete Dunn is £205 from Birmingham, England. Technical brawler, and his signature move is the Bitter End. Nailed it. It's time. So, Dan. As we see, William Regal holding the championship. Keys to victory for either man. Um, well, Tyler Bate has just got to survive. You know, he's he's got to do what he can to survive and survive as long as he can. Uh, and, yeah, you know, just try and hold on. Try and wear Pete Dunn down. I mean, Pete Dunn's probably had the easier run throughout the whole tournament. And, you know, he's always managed to get the upper hand on a couple of his opponents. Uh, and he's managed to get the upper hand on a couple of his opponents, uh, you know, attacking them after their matches. So, you know, he's he's a very clever wrestler. Yeah, like you said earlier, any means necessary, isn't it, to be the champion? It is indeed, yes. Because it all means extra money as well, you know, and you're going to be given that chance to shine, especially here tonight, as we've seen. Dan has been treated like a kind of star, hasn't he, really? He has indeed, yeah, you know, and he's he's certainly made a personality for himself. He's, you know, I, f- I think he's done really well. Yeah, I've I've been really impressed with Pete Dunne. You can see why we picked him, <laughs> can't you? But Indeed, yes, he's representing us in the final. But also Tyler Bate has been really impressive as well, hasn't he? He's a man that I think we both overlooked, impressed us immensely throughout. Uh, you know, along with Mark Andrews as well, he's impressed us. I think it's mainly the stunner out of nowhere that is the cherry on top of the... You know, the little cream cupcake that is Mark Andrews. Yeah, Tyler Bate has come out here. You can see the strapping on the left shoulder where he's got partially separated AC joint in his shoulder. As the lights go down, the spotlight is on in the middle of the ring. Both men looking at a championship belt. It's been a long night, been a long couple of nights. Maybe we shouldn't have had so many drinks last night. But still, and it is time now for... It is now time... For the main event. Oh, and already collar and elbow tie up and, and Dunn's got the uh, size advantage over Bate. But we shall see. Bate's got a serious look about him, hasn't he? He has, yes. You know, he's going to try at all costs to protect that left shoulder. I mean, it's a good job he's not a southpaw, isn't it? See him locking up and Bate had the advantage for a second and Dunn just using all the technical wrestling he's got and just working the arm, isn't he? The only guy very putting there, Dan. There has indeed, yeah, and I'm liking this, you know, it's a, he's, he's William Regal-esque, Pete Dunn. You know, when 
William Regal had purple lips and he was a uh, dastardly hill. This is Pete Dunne. Yeah, no, that's. I think that's a fair, reminiscent. Of I a think that's a fair comparison because also it's kind of Regal, like we talk about uh, on the last podcast, viciousness of what he did, the little things, and we've seen Pete Dunne doesn't look like he cares about the opponent, does he? You know. No, and uh, I've got to say we've we've not really seen anyone like Tyler Bate performing properly in the WWE. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. You know, we've not seen a character like him. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And I'd love to see that. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd like to see all men, all the four men that made it through the semi-final to to have a chance in WWE proper. You know, I don't know if they're going to... Like I say, we don't know what the future holds for this, do we? We don't know if it's going to be no. its own... Well, I'm thinking NXT or CWC if they're light enough. No, I think, I think that's fair. But I don't know what's going to happen to the championship if they're going to do like a... I don't have doubt they'll do a weekly programme. They might do if they're going to go... And like, you know, main event, rev pro events and stuff like that as champion as well. It'll be interesting to see what they do. The rumour was, is rumor that... Has it. Rumour has it. that WWE has signed an agreement with ICW, a promotion to air some of its stuff on the network. We have a lot of connection. But of course, people like Drew Galloway, who wrestled for ICW, have a TNA contract. So it'd be difficult to, in, in that respect, you know, if they could air it or not, or would they be involved? So... I suppose it's up there, isn't it? I mean, I'd like to see Rev Pro on the network. That'd be quite cool, wouldn't it? And you'd be able to see these guys perform as well. And a lovely exchange between these two men. Getting back to the action, sorry to interrupt you, James. But, yeah, you know, a lovely little head scissors take down a little mat exchange between the two. Very British and a lovely collar and elbow tie-up. Yeah, both men. This has been a very, very uh, technical start. It's so uh, still holding on to each other on the outside oh, now. Oh, yeah, rolling down to the mat, rolling outside and tussling over by the fans. Just like there. Oh. Wrenching uh, Tyler Bates' <laughs> bad, right ar- uh, bad left arm. Well, the already injured arm is taking a pounding now by Pete Dunne. And now both men trading big forearms. But Pete managing to get the upper hand. Tyler nailing him, though, with a big right hand. Yeah, knocks him down. <laughs> that shows the power of bait. And down goes Dunn. Down goes Dunn. <laughs> Dunn back in, though. Grabbing that bad arm. He knows how to work it. We've seen him in the earlier tournament, uh, earlier matches. Oh. And just throws him into the turnbuckle there. Straight on that shoulder. And a kick to the head to add insult to injury. Well, Dunn really doesn't care, does he? You can see it in his eyes. He just don't care. And Bate just trying to get a little bit of separation now. Dropping to his uh, dropping his back to try and protect that arm, you see. But Dunn. Damping away on it. And a vicious attack. It is, as you mentioned before, very Randy Orton-esque. It is indeed. And at the moment, Bate's got nowhere to go. Dunn does want it, like we say earlier, doesn't want to be overconfident with his opponent. But at the moment, he's got Bate exactly where he wants him, hasn't he? Yes, yes. A lovely reversal by Bate, throwing Dunn into the corner. And he may have just given him a hint of what he felt himself. Exactly, yeah. Payback's a bitch, you know. Like you say, Bate throwing uh, Pete Dunn into the ring post. Oh, Dunn charging towards Bate, though. And uh, Tyler getting his foot up to it and getting another bit of separation. A huge right hand there by Bate. Now he's on a second rope. What can he do? Oh, a lovely British back elbow <laughs> taking out Pete Dunn. And now the fans trying to get behind him as well, but a one-armed man trying his best. Oh. Tyler, though, his adrenaline must be pumping. That's a beautiful one, two, 
Oh. Pete Dunn manages. Oh, a beautiful explosive suplex there by Bate. And as a point is irrelevant for either of us. Come on, Tyler. Yeah, I mean, we both got, like we say, I'm on two and it's one. If, if Dunn wins, fair enough. But you want to see the underdog do something in this match, don't you? I do, you know, you've, you've grown to, I don't know, appreciate Tyler. You have, and he's going for his finish with the one that put Wolfgang away, but the arm's too injured and Dunn manages to reverse it. Oh, and again, targeting that arm. Oh, and uh, Tyler trying to somersault a bit of attack into Pete Dunn, but Dunn managing to sidestep it. Oh, Dunn's got him scattered well. Now is he going to go for his finisher? His finisher, the bitter end. Oh, but Tyler manages to tuck it up and roll him up. One, two. Oh. Oh. And I thought Tyler might have snatched a win there. About a kick out. Uh. Oh, and now Bates powering him up. We've seen this spin before. <laughs> Try and get Pete Dunn all dizzy. Spin the opposite direction. Gonna... Oh. Yeah. He's going to have some more. And as we said earlier, the power of Bate as well to keep Pete Dunn up. It is very deceptively strong. And this is the fighter's effort all out. Giving everything. Look at the power. Oh, like he's doing a squat <laughs> of him on his shoulder. And he's going to spin some more. <laughs> Oh, Wastelands. That's got to be it. There Two. we go. We got oh, Pete Dunn defying everything and staying in it. And Tyler Bate giving it his best shot. You'll think the damage on that arm as well. Can Tyler muster something now? Pete Dunn is in trouble. He's Can the bruiser weight get his way back into this match? Oh, my word. And there we go. Pete Dunn's caught him. Oh, is that a triangle choke? Yeah. The Hell's Gate submission. He's got the arm. He's trying to smash it so he can't lock his feet. If, if he extends it properly, he'll be able to wrench it in. That's what Bates trying to fight at the moment. Bates managing to fight it. He's a technical wrestler, so he must know a few ways of getting out of manoeuvres. But look at that power. On the bad arm. Power <laughs> bombs his way out of it. Incredible strength and everybody's standing now. Appreciating Tyler Bate. Unbelievable. Everybody knows what's going on now. Trying to get Tyler Bate one last swing of momentum. Trying to the 12th man as it was. Trying to be the second man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, second man in this match. Trying to be Tyler Bate's tag partner in this match. Can they get, give him a hot tag? But Pete Dunn managed to stumble his way to the outside, trying to get a bit of separation between the two. You know, Bate would be in true. You know, uh, Dunn is in trouble. And what is Tyler Bate going to try and do? Backflips over the top rope, takes out Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate. He's got so much momentum. Oh, he has, and he feels it now. He's going to the top. He must be running on pure adrenaline. What's he going for? Was that a 450? 450. Here's it on Dunn. Oh, oh, but Dunn managing to stop. Uh-huh. 360 oh. foot stomp. <laughs> huh? 360 foot stomp. Was it 360 foot? Fucking I think hell. it looked like it, yeah. So impressive. You see it first. The dive to the outside. How dangerous that is to go in blind over the top rope. Oh, it was. That's fucking well called, Dan. Thank you. Beautiful foot stop. Couldn't get the job done. Pete's still in this one. And Bate, look at, his, look at his face as well. And the crowd rightly chanting, this is awesome. Well, fair play. This has been a great match as well. But the arm's still... Oh, what's he doing? Taking out his mouth guard? Yeah. Oh, he's saying enough's enough. He's got him up now. Oh, bitter end. And that done. is it. 
One, two, fr- oh. shut the front door. Dunk can't believe it. I can't believe hit it. Hit him again. Up, hit him again. My him word. Bait managing to kick out. Oh. And that is the most disbelief. Oh. I've ever <laughs> oh, now he's got an officious the arm lock. Bait can't go anywhere. Middle of the ring. We know how much damage has been done as well. It's like a variation of the Kimura lock, I believe. Can he struggle to get? Can he somehow get to that bottom rope? Oh, my word. Oh, rolls him up, rolls him back to the centre of the ring and Pete Dunne is in full control now. I think wow. Tyler's in a lot of trouble. There's nothing wrong with tapping out to save your career. I mean, you've got a bright future ahead. Remember, he's only 19 years old as well. That's what's incredible Indeed. about this young man. And live to fight another day. And he's trying to get to his feet. The fans are behind him. Oh, and now he's got the standing grapevine in. And again, the power of Tyler Bate. And look at him <laughs> fighting out of it. Surely he's not going to get him up for a... S- powers oh him up for a... word. Suplex. Oh. And like a brain buster suplex. Oh, my... <laughs> Bate's so impressive there. Fucking hell. And is that going to be enough? Oh! And Pete Dunn managing to kick out. Oh, Shoulder up at the last second, but so impressive. What else can these two men do to each other? I mean, fair play, Pete Dunn <laughs> yeah. and Tyler Bates. Sign them up straight away. <laughs> There's no Sign doubt about that. And now he's working, seeing if the arm can work. Look, he's trying to get it back into place. He's separated, of course. Oh, oh Pete Dunn manages to somersault his way out of the German suplex and exchanging Big blows in the middle of the ring. Oh, the dumb might have had advantage then. Oh. But a bicycle heel there from Tyler. And now he's got it. And now this, can this be his chance? Oh, <laughs> again. Another huge kick to the face. And is it time now? For the Tyler driver 97. The double underhook locked in. Oh. Slams him down. One, two, two three. three. And Tyler Bate. Is the first ever WWE UK champion. And fair play to him. Rightly so. It has been a pleasure watching your son. You deserve it. And what a great final match, Danny. That was brilliant, yes. And again, you know, Pete Dunne, he appeared in Match of the Tournament Part 1. But Part 2 against Tyler Bate just trumped. The match against Mark Andrews, I think. We'll talk about everything in a minute. But like I say, what an excellent match that was between uh, Dunn and Bate. Told a story, didn't it, throughout with the, the arm being worked on. Most and, definitely. And <coughs> this young man, like I say, 19 years old to do a thing. And he's still in belief. He's, you know, I don't think he's quite sunk in what he's won. No, unbelievable. Fair play to the young man. But all credit to Pete Dunne. Looked like a killer throughout this tournament, didn't he? He did indeed, yes. And he was a very clever killer as well. You know, he was taking his opponents out of the earliest opportunity, not doing anything to get himself in trouble for the match. You know, throwing him off the stage, suplexing him, throwing him to the outside, injuring his arm. You know, it's all good mind games and it didn't quite work with Tyler. Yeah, but... um incredible effort and it, when he hit the uh the bitter end when he hit the bitter end i really thought that was it for uh tyler bait but still hanging in there but uh, like i say great match we're gonna see tyler bait awarded now the championship i'm sure uh william regal will look on 
proud of you with that, and I'm sure he'd be happy that Pete Dunne didn't actually win it as well, you know? Yeah, indeed. You know, he nearly ruined this tournament by injuring his opponents. Oh, Triple H is the one presenting. Yeah, well... Dave Finley, Finn Balor, William Regal. I mean, we've seen one American wrestler. (laughs) Not in action, though. Not in action, but Triple H, it's all his idea coming out here, and that's quite a ring for, isn't it? Especially when you're 19 years old, to be in there with Triple H and the Universal, former Universal Champion. Do you know who I'd be most in awe at, though? Who, out of all of them, who? Yeah. Have a guess. Regal. No. Balor. No. Triple H. No. Fuck up. Not Finley. Yeah. Why Finley? I just like him. He's <laughs> like, he was one of the first wrestlers I ever saw. <laughs> well, that's unbelievable. I'll, I'll suck Triple H's dick and Balor's, I'll tell you that. And now they're wrapping the championship around this young man. What a moment. Like I say, not one of the favourites going into the tournament, but fair play. God damn. You know, one half of a tag team, but absolutely brilliant here tonight and uh, deserved to get handshakes. Fair fucking play to him. Fair play, Tyler Bate. Definitely the man deserves it. Yeah, and that's what the fans are chanting. That's what we're saying as well. Very proud moment for the man from Dudley. What more can we say on this? I mean... Compared to the second part of World of Sport, well, what was your, yeah exactly? What was your favourite um, show? Was it this this one in the yeah. end? Yeah. So if you had to rate overall part one and part two, this no, but I mean you said World of Sport was better than part one of this, wasn't it? World of Sport part one. Well, World of Sport as a whole, yeah, was better than part one, but yeah. part two of this. Gives it victory to this. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. If I could have only watched one, I would have watched this. You would watch the second night of... I would have watched this whole tournament. <laughs> yeah, so the, the first part was worthwhile. Now we've had the pay... We, we've, we've had the payload in the, the yeah. second night. Do you know what I mean? The, the well, first no, night. It, was, it was good to see because, you know, I'd, we say it time and time again, but we don't want them to blow their wad too soon, and they didn't. Yeah, no, that's you know that's, they that's the they used it sparingly. They, you know, they had a slow burn in the first few matches, gave us a little feel for what they can do. The second match picked up a bit. The third match was every match was went outside. Yeah, you know, and it was it was very good. Yeah, we see uh, Tyler Bate there with the um, confetti coming down in, in celebration. And uh, no fair play to about it. And like I said, yeah, no, I, I think you're fair. I mean, the uh, the match of the tournament then has to be... What was the match of the tournament for you? Uh, Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate. Right. And, and my match was, I'm going to say, Pete Dunne again, but against Mark Andrews in a semi. I, even though I like the story, I like the ending to it, I felt the Andrews match was better. Would you agree on saying... With, say, would you agree with me on saying that Although Tyler Breeze, uh, Tyler Bate, <laughs> although Tyler Bate won the championship, wrestler of the night goes to Pete Dunn. I think that's fair, yeah. Pete Dunn, wrestler of the night. But I think Grado has a shout in it as well to have the success he had in World of Sport. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? He at, does, yeah. At, and also the, the ladder match on there, I thought was a lot better than I, I, I felt. Yeah. I think that might be the third best match that the, the whole you know, the past two episodes. So the first well. two are Pete Dunne going against Andrews and Tyler Bate. Yeah. And then the ladder match. 
Yeah, I think yeah, I think I think that's that's fair enough because you know credit to him, I wasn't expecting anything. Like I say, the first night it was testing time. But if it, you it was, you know get to know if it. you actually saw Grado, I mean like for character of the night, I'll give it to Grado. Yeah. But if you actually saw him throughout that whole night, he probably hit about four or five moves. Yes, but it was still... he took a pacing in the first match, and then got beaten by three men effectively. Yeah. yeah? And then in that battle royal for. 90% of it, he was sat on the side. Davey Boy Smith Jr., yeah, son yeah, of the yeah, British yeah. Bulldog, come in. And, you know, he got eliminated. And then, like, you know, Grado was always against the odds, but he was always... But what I find much. what I find is just for that, they say that, it, it it was still, even though it's different, you know, people say, oh, the WWE UK one was more serious or whatnot. It, there's still that same story happened. You had the Hill guy, Dave Mastiff, or <clears throat> as it was with this, Pete Dunne, who attacked the 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 babyface uh, underdog, injured him with paramedics and people like that. Not sure. Finally, in the end, overcoming it and becoming champion as it was. So oh, yeah, they both told it, exactly it, the same, same, story. same exactly. And and I think in, in that way, I think the WWE one told it better because you had the Pete Dunn match, which was much better, and the final match was better. The the wrestling the quality, quality the end, yeah. was ten times better. Yeah. But I don't think that is down to the wrestlers per se. I think that is down to the audience they're catering for. Yeah, no, I think I think it's you're right, like yeah. you know, no disrespect to the average common Joe, but someone switching on as as we said, you know, it was on a prime time over here on a prime TV channel that everyone watches, and you know, it would have been a lot of people. Yeah, and you know, again, it being just a chilled night, you know. It got a good reception. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Uh, so, final rating, <laughs> for, final rating for World of Sport that we watched? Uh, 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Oh, that's fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I'm going to give it a... I'll give it an 8 as well, so we call it 8 out of 10. And the UK Championship Tournament, part 1 and part 2? 9 out of 10. Oh, that's fair. Well, both of them now? Both of them? Yeah, part 1 and part 2. Which one was... What, or are you judging it as a whole? I'm now? judging it as a whole, yeah. Judging it as a whole. Because, well, gonna... again, you know, we did say that there was only one disappointing match throughout the first round. Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and but... again, you know, that being Pete Dunne. It was Pete Dunne, wasn't it? Yeah. No, what, the, the, the match? To the head. No, that was, that was uh, Midget, man. Devlin, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a melt. No, but I, I felt that if you first, if, if, if you're going into it, you could just watch the second night action and you wouldn't miss anything from the first night. That's what I felt like. Whereas World of Sport, you, you had to watch it as a whole. You know, in those oh, nothing yeah. you could pick out. Uh, that's what I felt. So I'm going to give 7 out of 10 for the first part of the UK tournament and then I'm going to give 9 out of 10 for the second part because it really delivered and it gave you the story and maybe part one helped with that. But do you know what I mean? But the best thing about it is that we can sit down and talk about and watch British wrestling that is available either just on TV as it is or on the WWE Network now. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. the bonus thing about it. That it? is, you know, there is a lot more exposure. Yeah. And I like to think that we, we played a part in that. Yeah, I think we have. You know, we've, we've made the WWE, you know, a lot happier to be a part of the UK. You know this. Uh, so we've had man of the, t- your man of the tournament was... Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne, uh, match of the tournament, like we said. My my man in the tournament, uh, yeah, I got agree with you. Pete Dunne, you know, it, it, the way they played it, it worked out really well, you know. Surprise of uh, the tournament? Surprise of the tournament, I think, 
bait beating Wolfgang for me and the way you did it so quickly, I think that was one of them. I thought, oh, maybe it'll go a different way. You know, Wolfgang and, and uh, Dunn might have had a little bit different in the final. Uh, and also, I would mind five minutes more of the previous match that they had as well, but it's not really a, a surprise. A little bit shorter than I thought. What about for you? What was your surprise of the tournament? Mark Andrews. Yeah. Ah. He was very impressive, you know, and I'd like to see a lot more of him. Be it in the CWC or depending on what happens with the United Kingdom title and, you know, which direction they choose to go in with that or, you know, even maybe in NXT. I think Mark Andrews, yeah, would fit perfectly with the NXT thing. It'd be interesting to see what he does, but that is it now for part one of part two. Have you enjoyed it, Dan? I have definitely enjoyed it, yeah. And, you know, not just being biased because it is, we have seen a fuckload of matches over the past few days of nothing but British talent. Exactly. It's the first time we managed to sit down and actually talk about the history of British wrestling and the future as it is now. And, of course, we talk about the present as well. Before we go, don't forget that you can follow us numerous ways. We're on Twitter, at WW Network Review, or... At Vince McDan... Uh, at Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at J underscore Rollins. We're on Facebook. Facebook, you can come and find our page. We are the WWE Network Review. Come and give us a like... Tell us your thoughts and share stuff with us. Or you can add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Across all the Google platforms, WNet Review on Google Plus. You can send us an email at at gmail.com. And of course, YouTube as well. There's numerous ways you can listen to us. We're on SoundCloud. On your phone. We're also on Stitcher Radio, iTunes. You can download, subscribe, rate and review there. That's different for this week's episode. Next week, episode 86, we'll be having the big WWE Network 2017, Dan which means we're going to have NXT update, we're going to have 205 catch-up, and all the latest things that have happened since the last time we watched it back in late December. So a whole month's worth of stuff. Woo! And, of course, that will come out the day of the Royal Rumble. So remember the Rumble. We'll be watching the Royal Rumble and NXT TakeOver Live, bringing it out as soon as we can with that as well. So everybody stay tuned. Don't forget to follow us everywhere. I have been James Rowlands, and as always, I was joined by... Dan White. Thanks for listening, everybody. And God bless the Queen. Bye. Bye.